What's up everyone? This is Jeremy John, one half of the Sports Reality Team. Just wanted to remind you that you can now listen to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. On any of those platforms, just search the Sports Reality. Hit the subscribe button and now you'll be up to date on all of our content. Thank you for tuning into this episode and enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Sports Reality. It is episode number 10. I'm so excited, and I'm also excited to see my man, Matthew White. Second consecutive week that we are in the same room recording this. Out here, we got to do this. I think this is probably just the best way to do this, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, um, want to give a shout out to, to the random YouTube viewer or YouTube poster who, who hooked me up. Gave me some more knowledge about using GarageBand. Hey. And so uh, the audio quality should be a lot better hey, that's good. from hey, now on. YouTube <laughs> one of the greatest tools ever made. So, yeah, I want to say shout out to my man. I can't remember his name, but, but you know, we got you in spirit, bro. As I do um, the, the Holy Crucifix you right now. Not very, even ca- very Catholic. Not even Catholic, but hey, <laughs> not even. Hey, man, episode 10, man. How excited. Oh, yeah, no, this is cool. We stuck cool. with this 10 straight weeks. Yeah. It's an accomplishment. We're still we're still, still going strong. <laughs> yeah. Still going strong. Hey, man, uh, what you do this weekend, man? Oh, uh, what did I do this weekend? This weekend, Saturday, I saw Black Panther and got snowed on a lot. Black Panther was pretty dope. True. We'll talk about that later. And Sunday, did I do anything Sunday? Sunday, I just... I did almost like nothing. Watch some of the All Star Game. It's pretty dope. We're probably gonna talk about that too. You know, uh, went to this Indian place. Had some Indian food. Was it Jewel basketball. of India? Nah, nah, nah. It wasn't Jewel of India. It wasn't, but Jewel of India is super dope. Perfect. Pretty good. Yeah, nah. Place is dope. And uh, yeah, that's it. What about you? What did you do this weekend? Uh, Saturday um, was supposed to have a basketball game and actually had a basketball game but did not go because uh, the clowns of the MABA, M-A-A-B-A, Church League, what happened? decided to still have our playoff games when we had this snowstorm oh, that pretty much dang. came through here. Um, and they were just... Where was the game supposed to be? Sherwood High School. That's not that close, I don't think. That is far. Sherwood. Not only is it far, it is in a place where there was just so much snow and yeah, ice. Because it was snow here, but it wasn't like OD bad. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it cleared up like the later it got. But out there, nah, out there, I'm not trying, not trying to make no moves out there. In and the it, snow, and it was free, super cold. And it just so happened that the team that we played decided to show up. Dang! So at the last minute, Blow. people had to scramble. We had five players, and I heard we lost by like eight points. And yeah. I heard we lost simply because we were just so tired. We had five, five players. So, you know, it's hard to win five players. They had a chump of the week or the junior chump of the week, um, Maba, for making us actually play. In this weather, um, they had some churches that that just said they weren't going to play at all because of I the mean, weather. Yeah, it was not good. The weather was bad this weekend. 
And then Especially on Saturday or whenever, whenever it was snowing. It's not and, good. And so yeah. And it was a playoff game. So once again we lose in the first round. Gotta play. Play for it next year. Anyways, other than that, what did I do Sunday? Sunday I honestly don't even remember what I did Sunday. But Monday it was President's Day. Out here. Went to go see Black Panther. Probably dope. Yep. Uh, movie theater. Let me, let me talk about you, you know the Boston movie theater. Hey, I saw I saw what is it? Star Wars there. I so think. you've been there before, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right down the street from my apartment. Yeah. Um. Walking into the lobby and the hallways, it's the most hood, most dirty movie really? theater like I can think of. Maybe it wasn't Boston. But when we actually got into the theater itself, I was like, oh. It's nice, right? It's pretty nice in here. Okay, well, maybe it's the same one. <laughs> got the reclining seats, has the tray to put your food and drinks on, yeah. all of that. The screen was pretty decent. But the dog, uh, because they're doing renovations in the mall. Okay, yeah. They're definitely so like they're just kind of like, things is there. all over the place. But not only that, there's just popcorn all over the all over the carpet in the hallways. And in the lobby, like oh, they, you can tell they don't clean, bathroom dirty as hell, but the movie theater itself was actually pretty good. Um, it takes forever to try and find the movie theater <laughs> in the garage. Like <laughs> yeah, I found it through go, a secret, like, like winds up, right? Yeah, yeah. And I found it through a, a secret like door someone randomly opened, and I was walking through a back door, and I ended up like behind the guy who accepts the ticket so easily i could have just went you gotta remember where you parked dog. oh yeah i remember because easily i could have just went in there and watched the movie because i was already behind the dude i was like oh but i had bought the tickets already and you know and i'm upstanding christian young man (laughs) so that didn't happen so um definitely watch the game so uh yeah just got some um you know when you get distracted when you get a message on a uh, facebook messenger and now i'm trying to figure out what i'm what am i saying now what were we talking about oh black panther so yeah uh at the boston movie theater uh i mean it was good though but we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about it during our not sports segment but we have a lot on tap nba news talk about all-star weekend and a lot more mm-hmm. um nfl news this week was the Start of a uh, franchise tagging individuals. What is it, Jarvis Landry? He got yep. tagged. Yep. So we'll get into that. Uh, the Winter Olympics, mm-hmm. and then our chump and champ of the weeks, and our topics of the week. Uh, I have one that is uh, within our Black hi- History theme topics, but then you have an interesting one from. Um, that you asked me in pre-production about uh, Kawhi Leonard. Oh, yeah. So we will talk about Definitely that. Definitely want to talk about that. Absolutely. Also. Uh, so let's start off with the Winter Olympics. Just quickly go through the medal count. I honestly... Have you been watching the Winter Olympics? Not as much as I thought I would. I honestly thought I was going to watch a little more. But I've seen some. I've seen some figure skating, and it's cool. But, you know, never figure skated too much ever just because of my time and my schedule that's part of the reason why i haven't been focused on it as much but honestly summer olympics is just a little more exciting so you would tend to just find time to watch it Mm. uh but 
Norway killing. In a There's metal a lot count. of snow there. They have snow a home field advantage. Yeah. 13 gold medals, uh, 35 total medals. Uh, but Germany has 13 gold medals also. A lot of snow there, too. They have 25. Uh, Canada has 24 total medals. Uh, U.S. of A, 21 total medals, which they were way behind for a while. They were, But now they started to kind of catch up. We were not killing uh, Got fourth in Netherlands with 17 total medals. Last night, women's hockey. USA won in a shootout. So they are the gold medal champion. So shout out to USA hockey, especially USA women's hockey. The men's loss in the quarterfinals in a shootout didn't look too good. Uh, It seems like. It seems like when it comes to the men's side, if the Olympic athletes are not in it or sorry, if the NHL athletes are not in it, it's a blowout. It's not ex- exciting because you kind of don't know who these people are. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird because the women's side, you don't know who these people are, still but exciting. it still is exciting. So it's just something that I can't really explain. Uh, let's move on now to the NBA. Oh, uh, Lindsey Vaughn, I think she did something. She medaled yesterday. Yeah, she medaled yesterday and it's her last Olympics. So it was quite emotional. Mikhail Schifrin, who were, they were talking about possibly winning five gold medals. I think she has one. And she has like one more event probably coming up. Uh, but I mean, she hasn't really been the talk of the town. But hey, at least, you know, winning a gold medal is a, is a big thing. It, it really is. So shout out to her. Uh, let's move on now to the NBA. Talk about All-Star Weekend. Just an overall grade for All-Star Weekend. What would you give the overall grade? Oh, uh, I think it would be just, this is a little bit tough. I think it's probably a B, I guess. I guess closer to a B, maybe B minus. What about you? I would have to say it is a B minus in my opinion. Um, and we'll talk about the reasons why. I think part of the reason is in the skills the All-Star Saturday night wasn't as good as it There's was. just not as many stars in it. Yeah. They were and that's all it not. is. I mean, it, okay, for me, like, I want, there was, Steph didn't do the three-point contest. KD didn't do the three-point contest. Um, I, I need both of them there. You know what I'm saying? Who else? I need... Who's another good shooter? I mean, I, I would like I would LeBron see, James. I would like to see James Harden in the yeah. three and just. I want everybody. If, I want people that I know. Like everyone knows, like what is it? Cal Cor- is Cal Corver in the three point contest this year? He wasn't. Everybody knows Cal Corver is a good three point shooter. Like you, you want more than just that. Everybody can shoot three pointers like pretty well, but you want the big, like you said, the big name. You want the people that are the best. Doing showing off how good they are, and we did not have the big stars being the best shooters in the competition. And the the dunk contest was the same way. We didn't have anybody crazy, but like if you're not going to be a big name in the dunk contest, you could throw some crazy dunks up. We didn't. We didn't get that this year. We got some newer renditions of Vince Carter's classic dunks, and you know what is it? Uh, Larry Nance senior dunk. I want some new dunks. You know what I'm saying? Like when Aaron Gordon won. When Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine had that crazy dunk off, they were doing original stuff. All brand new dunks. 
Yeah. Every single one of them. Like, just brand new. Um, and they're not stars. Like, they're just really good. Cre- they're creative numbers. Yeah, the fact that it was uh, Dennis Smith Jr., who is a rookie. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell, a rookie. Yeah. Um, Oladipo, still a young player, but finally made his first All-Star game. Having a great season. Uh, having a great year. Uh from Dematha down the street in Hydesville. Yep. Um, and then you had who's the fourth? Larry Nash Jr. He's um, a young player also. He's been in the league like two or three years. But none of these guys are superstars. They're not. They're definitely not household names. And and they weren't doing crazy dunks. And I like Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell is going to be a household name. Like, yeah. I think people will know who he is in the next couple of years. But when the slam dunk contest was really good, you had people who were already what? stars. Yeah, Vince in Carter. It. Vince Carter. Michael I mean, Jordan. Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant. Clyde Drexler was in one. Uh Larry Nance Jr. was well known. He wasn't a star, but he was he well was known. Dr. J yeah. was in it. Um and in the three point contest you had Sean Kemp was in it. You yeah, know. The, everybody everybody was in the dunk contest. It was it was great. Yeah. It was dope. A um, three-point contest used to have uh, Steve Nash and uh, what's to do? Larry, Reggie Miller. The, yeah. the stars that were the best three-point shooters would I do I mean, it. the original one had Larry Bird in it. Yeah. Like, think about something is out and Larry Bird just was just like, nah, I ain't going to do it. Nah, he That's, was doing it. He was trying to win. He was trying to get the three-point championship. We need a slam dunk contest with LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, where they are both in it. That would be great. And probably put simply... Levine and Gordon. It could yeah. be them four. They, or they could do. They could have more than that. I remember Slam yeah, Dunk used to be eight. eight. Yeah, it used to be eight. And it would be a mix between the stars and then the guys who are just like, yeah, okay, I don't know who they are. Kind of like, jump too high. Yeah, like the one Jordan one in um, Seattle. Mm. Like it had a range of stars to like people you don't even remember were even like in no it. clue. But they were. It was pretty good. Um, was it Nate Robinson wasn't a star, but he was a great. You wanted to see him in the dunk contest, yeah, because he was five nine. Yeah, throwing <laughs> it down crazy. But yeah, overall grade I would say is. Um, what about All Star Sunday though? Mm. The game, whoa, mm. the game itself was pretty good. <laughs> we gotta talk about All Star Friday a little bit too. Do we? I mean. Quavo did block some little Look, girls a sent, shot. In. Sent her shot to the the, like, the stratosphere, dog. <laughs> it was so bad. It was it was he, amazing. He was like, yo, like he even had to apologize, like, I yo, mean, I didn't mean to like block your shot like I that. I mean kinda he did though. I was I told what is it? I told somebody Quavo was gonna win the MVP. I seen him play against Shaq's son, little mini Shaq. What is it, Shakir and uh Sharif? Both uh-huh. of them. Quavo's good at basketball. Like, Quavo's a pretty, like, athletic dude, so, you know, better than a lot of just random celebrities, as you can see. And that young lady felt when she got her her shot set. Who was it? it was I, don't, so, she, I, don't I think she's from, like, a movie series or something. Man. She, it was just, oh, She man, did not prepare so for that role. <laughs> no, she was not ready uh, for that. Um, Fergie. Whew. That national anthem, terrible. Like terrible. What? <laughs> terrible. Put some respect on my name. Like how, Ooh. man? That was not good. Is it worse than Carl Lewis? I mean, I don't see why not. Sure. I would say Carl Lewis. I think Fergie's was bad. 
Fergie's is bad because she's an actual artist. She's, so I would have to say, what is, what is Carl Lewis's profession? He is a an Olympic sprinter. Oh, right. <laughs> so he's not in, at the studio, like nah. You know, he, he ain't out here. A lot of most of his adult life. Nah, no, so, he he is an Olympic not, sprinter. I'm pretty sure that the Fergie has like some some hardware for being like a, a good singer in her crib somewhere. Yeah, Fergie's was bad. Fergie's might be the worst. Um, by a singer by a singer like that's what she does like she is a singer man but the actual all-star game hey super lit out here i felt like it was a perfect balance between entertainment and actual basketball mm-hmm. because guys were still doing fancy things Try guys to play were, defense though just a but, little bit but yeah they played defense and definitely in the fourth quarter dudes were trying to win and there was actual strategy. You could tell by the score. And it still was a high-scoring game. Yeah. It, but that's we, always going to happen. Yeah. It was 148-145 or 145-142, something like that. Mm-hmm. Team LeBron wins by three. But, I mean, we didn't. Oh, we got that's what we got to talk about, too. Talk about what? Uh, Mr. James. Oh, yes. We will talk about Ooh. Mr. LeBron James in correlation with uh, Michael Jordan coming up soon. Stay tuned for that. Uh, but yeah, so the game was just more competitive. It was dope. It was great. I didn't feel like, because that was one thing. People say, oh, well, if you play defense, then there's not going to be much offensive entertainment. It's not true. And I was like, nah, you still got the same thing. It's still 10 of the best basketball players on the court. Like, the best stuff can only happen. That After should, they, you know, figured out how to play with each other. That should be a promo right there. The what? best stuff. Hey, yeah, hey, it's clip that, clip that, clip yeah, that. We, we, Send it to Adam Silver out here. Definitely will do that. Um, But, yeah, the game was just, it was just a better game. I would say in the last 10 years, it's probably been the best all-star game. Oh, uh, they've been blowouts the last couple of years, right? Yeah, where they one team is just ugly. clearly winning and the score is like almost 200 points. Yeah, nah. I mean, it this was only like game. it was only like 15 more points than some NBA games. When you think about it. But it was good. Some regular season NBA some, games. Some Denver Nuggets games? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I we got to talk about that dude one day, too, someday. It, in a future episode. It was, it was, it was pretty good. Pretty good game, but overall, the entire weekend for me was a B minus. Uh, Mark Cuban, Ooh. owner of the. Oh, before we even get to that, how we get, we actually we could get to it right now. Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks, was fined for comments that were detrimental <laughs> to the league on a podcast with Doctor J. Doctor J, and yeah. I would have to listen to it. Because I didn't think Dr. J was into technology like that. It's just so disrespectful yeah. for yeah. you to say something like that. Like, I didn't think. <laughs> Dr. J, of course he's into technology. Like, I, I didn't think he was, like, really about this. Like, I know, obviously, he probably has a production crew and a, and a producer and all that. But, yo, like, usually you hear old people don't. He's they don't do. some crazy stuff. But uh, Mark Cuban. He saw the birth of the internet. <laughs> Mark Cuban was on his podcast and somehow the topic comes up about tanking and uh, Cuban said, hey, I've, uh, you know, I have discussed these things with my team and said maybe tanking 
for us mm -hmm. this year is probably the best situation for our team. Duh. What? He's I, I hate when people I understand that the NBA had to find him and this is something that only happens to Mark not only happens to Mark Cuban, but this is something that would happen to Mark Cuban because Mark Cuban likes to talk. He's very like outgoing and he'll like to talk about the Mavericks. But I hate when people get in trouble for stuff that everybody already knows. Like, of course the the, the Mavericks should be tanking or at least talking about it. Their team is not good. They're not gonna they it, even if they could go to the playoffs. What's the point? We're not gonna get. We need but we need better players. Like our team is not ready to compete right now. We should be trying to lose as many games as possible while giving our young guys some experience. But we're definitely not trying to pick up any W's so we can draft higher on the... Uh, we can get the player we want in the draft. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just... I understand this, the define, but it's a little stupid. $600,000, too. It's a Ooh. lot of money. Yikes! $600,000. I think it's going to charity, though. Right? It's going to... It's you going mentioned somewhere. that uh, Cuban's going to match... He's yeah. going to pay the fine and then match the yeah. fine to, cool. to charity. Cool gesture. But the Dallas Mavericks are in a lot more trouble right now. I mean, they're in a transition. They're going to be going through a transition in the next couple of years for sure. If not this offseason, the following offseason is going to be one of the the years where they're going to have to learn how to survive without Dirk for the first time in two decades. So um, they're not going to have their all world player anymore and they you know the young prospects they are not as Harrison Barnes I wouldn't exactly say has worked out there like he's not the he's not the franchise cornerstone that you want he's at best a very good third or fourth option and but sometimes Harrison Barnes does not show up at all he's kind of like a a very bad Jimmy Butler sometimes. <laughs> a very bad Jimmy Butler. <laughs> he is. Like if when when Harrison Barnes is on, he's pretty good. He's like an athletic three that can play defense and like create a little bit for his teammates. But a lot of times Harrison Barnes doesn't show up. And they have a young point guard in Dennis Smith Jr. who is trying to figure it out. So they're gonna there's gonna be some rough years. It's gonna look very familiar to the Lakers team that I root for, you know. But they're not. They don't have Lonzo Ball, so they're. It's it's gonna be rough. in, what is it? Dallas. They got to rebuild. They they should definitely consider tanking. And they have some other issues. Uh, just this week, an article from Sports Illustrated came out and this discussed about discussed the. I'm gonna give you the quote here, or the title. Exclusive inside the corrosive workplace culture of the Dallas Mavericks. Discussed Can, cannot be good. Yeah, discussed how uh, the Dallas Mavericks uh, office was a breeding ground for sexual harassment, um, stemming from then team president, and I'm looking up his name real quick. Uh, Usery was his last name. Uh, Tamiri. Uh, Please don't let me butcher his name. Definitely about to butcher his name. I'm about to be Terdima Usery. He was the team president and CEO of the Dallas Mavericks, and he was uh, he's been accused of allegedly um, sexually harassing women, uh, sexual uh, contact with women, uh, 
unconsensual sexual contact with women. Uh, it was just a known thing with women in the organization that you never try to be in his presence alone. There was a quote that says, never get caught in the elevator with him. Um, oh, this is bad. And the women... This is bad. Listen to this. The women said they felt more comfortable in the Dallas Mavericks locker room with players and coaches than in their workplace in the office. That's not good. That is not good. All the women that they interviewed, they interviewed like 12 women, um, and they said, look, we've never had issue with players or coaches. They're actually respectful to us. And it was like one woman even said, "Look, we'll be in a locker room, like just kicking it, like yeah. that's regular, like that's we ex- good." They that's, say that's good. That's where you want to be. Yeah, they say the <laughs> locker room is is an escape. Like they're just like, "Look, I need to step away. I'm gonna go do something in the locker room, or act like I'm doing something in the locker room, or go to the practice court and just kind of be there." I um, mean, this ranges from sales associates to secretaries to other office individuals. Um, and then he also had one guy who was working for Mavericks.com mm-hmm. as a reporter on the website, and he physically assaulted his girlfriend, which he was uh, dating, that worked for the Mavericks. Okay. Got her, got charged. They broke up. He started dating another woman from the Mavericks. She shut up the work with a bruised face. She went straight to HR, told him about him. HR was like, kind of like, ah, we kind of know about this. And she's like, what do you mean y'all know about him? So, I mean, HR was a place that was not seen as a place that you go to when these issues come up because they were kind of sweeping it under the rug. Now, Now, the crazy thing is a lot of these things... Are I guess you could say the the perpetrator was uh, Tadermi Usri, who was the president and CEO, who at one point was seen as a potential successor of David Stern for NBA commissioner. So he was pretty high up, well respect, well respected. This guy is the team president and CEO, and somehow Mark Cuban says he didn't know anything about this stuff. He did say he had an idea about the employee for the Mavericks.com, the reporter. Uh-huh. Uh, but about he said, yeah, he did say, hey, I decided to keep him. But at the same time, didn't know the full extent of the charges. And he did say, hey, looking back at it, it was irresponsible of him as the team owner to try and fight for the guy's job and ultimately letting him keep the job do you think it's plausible that he really didn't know about the other stuff <clears throat> no there's no possible way and let the uh there's no yeah there's no way like he definitely won if he knew an, about the nba.com person and the complaints that were made to hr there had to be more than one complaint made to hr like, this dude is not... What, what was his name? 
the uh, uh the the ceo yeah, yeah. uh to Dermy, to Dur- there's no way mr ussery was not getting like any like pushback from people like somebody had like like you said like there had it had to be a known fact that hr was not the place to go because people went there and got no help so if that was all it took for mark cuban to know about the the nba.com part the mavericks.com mavericks.com uh-huh. not NBA, sorry nba we good we still good nah but, <laughs> but yeah like mavericks.com there's no way that he didn't know anything like he probably had some, like he's probably heard something like he might not know if it's true or not but like he's probably heard more at, on more than one occasion probably something about the the Mavericks pr- uh, pr- uh, basketball president yeah I think it's crazy now of course uh the HR guy was uh <sighs> I think it was Ross Perot Jr. Oh, because Ross, remember Ross Perot owned the Mavericks and Dang, sold it to, to Mark, Cuban. Mark Cuban. Shout out to Ross. But Perot, Ross Perot um, Jr. stayed stayed on, and that was another thing in the article. And I didn't even get all the way to the end. I read a good portion of it, more than half of it. But uh, Ross Perot Jr. was seen as someone. Let me double check. Was he out here wilding too? He was out here kind of like talking about his political views and his uh, religious views. And so because of his views, a lot of the people who would come to HR felt like, okay, well, he's already not on my side. So that's when they felt discouraged about. So Ross Perot is the cause of this and his son. (laughs) I guess you can <laughs> say that. Not the cause of this, but you know what I'm saying. Like that is why they can't. They couldn't get any help at HR. But yeah, let me double check because I did. Dang. But I think Allegedly. it was Ross Perot Jr. What is the is the HR or was at one point the HR guy for or within the within the ownership. Um, let me look that up real quick. Rob, da, 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 but yeah, he, he still stayed within the organization even after Cuban. Um, Cuban was there. Oh, he still retains a minority stake in the team. Ross Perot? Mm-hmm. He yeah, still is uh, a minority, minority state. But there was something with, and I think Ross Perot has something to do with HR also. And I think that was one of the, the um, one of the issues that was coming up. So it is, whew, it's not looking good for them. Mm-mm. It is not looking good for the Dallas Mavericks. Do you think? Okay, so I already asked you, you know, Cuban, do you think it was plausible that he really knew nothing about it? You already said no. I don't think there's any way he didn't know any of this was going on unless he really created a culture of, hey, whatever is happening down there, y'all need to protect me. And that's something that we could say is possible. Where he's just like, look, I can't know about certain things. Because if I know about certain things, I'm going to have to take action. I mean, that could be the case, but I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just going to go back to the Mavericks.com thing. Like, I don't, if that was the case, 
I don't feel like he would have ever got wind or shouldn't have gotten wind of what happened there then. And also another reason why I don't think it was true or why I think there's no way he did that. To Dermot, Usery could have just been like, well, you know what? Uh, I got, I know this, this, and that about Mark Cuban. Because now he's caught up in this. Mm. He could just be like, like, there's no reason to protect Mark Cuban right now if you're him. Oh, so, well, maybe Mark Cuban, maybe Mark Cuban does. Look, maybe Mark Cuban only knows about basketball. Like, the basketball side. They're like, what well, players we need to get? Who's a free agent? Maybe we need to try to go get them. How much money do we have to go get these dudes? Maybe that's what Mark, extent of, like, his dealing with the Mavericks. But it also doesn't sound like that. It sounds like he knows a little bit what's going on when people are, like, unhappy with the situation that's going on within the organization or when somebody is, you know, clearly a something has happened, like, that could be you know, a law worthy, like matter going forward. And, you know, it sounds like Mark Cuban knows what's going on within his organization, at least to some extent. So I don't know if I believe that he just does not know anything about, you know, this dude. So, um, Mark Cuban could be a poser right now. He could be lying where he could just be like, yeah, I'm really hands on my team. And he really does it. He could be. <laughs> because he's he's at these games all the time. Every single he's one. He's talking on Shark Tank and, and in the media about all the stuff that he does. I mean, one would think that he should know what's really happening in his office also. It so. sounds like he does. Like, I don't... I, I hope that he, try, he does not try to say that he has no clue. Like, he might need to come... He might need to change his uh, official statement or something because... He's lying, he's lying to somebody. Matt, so we, we're going to see. Do you think if stuff comes out that he knew a little more? Oh, so he could get made to like sell the team or yeah, something? Yeah, do you think he'll be forced to sell the team? Uh, look, the only time that that's ever happened, and, and as far as I know, was with Donald Sterling. Sterling, yep. And I don't know. Like, that would – I don't know about sell. I, I don't know. It could it could. It really just depends on how, how hard Adam Silver wants to come down. Like, I would be a little bit. I just don't like, I want to say probably just because the NBA like comes down hard on what is it? Uh, owners when scandals happen. Like, that's the thing that the NBA doesn't happen in other sports like this. Not really. Like, there are known owners who are racist and terrible people in baseball and football also uh-huh. i believe but the nba is normally not really tolerant of that like they shut it down like they got donald sterling out of there he's a billionaire they made him sell his team and get out of the club because he got caught you know what i'm saying like apparently it wasn't a surprise how he was because blake has since come out and said that this is yeah that's how like that's a a wild racist Baron, kind of dude. Baron Davis also. Yeah, like he was a wild dude. But um yeah, you can't you can't. Like so yeah, I, I wouldn't be that surprised think if Mark Cuban had some knowledge of this, it's a, it might be a wrap. I know it's a different sport, but we just saw in December Jerry Richardson of the Carolina Panthers. And now the difference is Jerry Richardson was the active perpetrator of the, the of the sexual it. harassment and other you know that's I was gonna bring up that as a part of it for the because it was the same with the Clippers owner, 
Yeah. Like, it was him being recorded. It wasn't something going on in, like, the Clippers organization. Yeah. But, but he's um, been doing it for forever. So, I think that may actually help Cuban. But I think if it comes out that, yo, Cuban really was just negligent. Because he knew about it. And if he, he did, you said he just said. That yeah, he, he knew about the one reporter assaulting women. Yeah, he has some knowledge. Of I think I think that I I think there should be a heavy fine, no matter what. Oh, he is catching the crazy heavy fine, and I don't know digit fine. I don't know what it is. It's probably something like the max is a million that you probably have to you know because of league bylaws. But I think he should probably be hit with. You could find you could find the team and the person though. Like he could, the one of them can get fined more than the other one. Yes, because like and at the end of the day, it's still both of like. It's his organization, so it would be him getting fined multiple times. I I don't know, like they whatever the max is, he's definitely gonna get the max fine. Yeah, crazy. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> uh, Greg Popovich yesterday said, "Look, it's gonna be. I'm gonna be surprised if Kawhi actually will step on the floor this season." And then, of course, you hear rumblings through the media that Kawhi is not too happy in San Antonio. What do you think is going to be the future for Kawhi Leonard? Look, I love when stuff like this happens. This is like my favorite part. One of my favorite parts about basketball is like superstars being on the move, possibly playing with other superstars. I think Kawhi Leonard, we're really going to see what he wants his like basketball like career to be like. Like if he wants to win championships. Or if he wants to just make the most amount of money possible. And yeah, like that's going to be coming up in the next year or two. Like if he wants to win championships, you're, he's, you know, he's going to be looking to join a team that's going to be better than the Warriors. Or make like, you know, he's going to want to, you, if you were trying to do that, you'd want to play with maybe Giannis, maybe the 76ers with Embiid and Ben Simmons. Like, I, I don't know. Like it's, or uh, maybe the Knicks. Maybe the next. So, like, me, for, for selfish reasons, I would love to see him in, you know, purple and gold. That would be great. <laughs> him and Lonzo Ball, I think, would play very well together. But, like, the basketball fan in me really wants him and Giannis to get together somehow. Like, I re- I think that, that the, the defensive level, they'd have the best two-way. <clears throat> they'd have two of the better two-way players. Or not two-way players, but they would have freak athletes at the wing. That can create and do everything you want on a basketball court. And the possibilities to switch on pick and rolls and just they can do they would be able to they'd have two players that can do everything together. I think it's very interesting that um I mean you could just say a month or two ago everyone says Kawhi is the quiet, lovable, you know, all about team star athlete. And now you you know you're hearing rumblings that actually <clears throat> he might not be that team at, team player. He might be really looking out for himself. That's how the media does it, though. Like and one day you are, you know, you're perceived one way, and then the next day, completely different. Like it's just it's just that fast. Especially with this with this day and age, you can't say something and keep it with one person anymore. You know what I'm saying? If one person, if a Kawhi Leonard says, "Man, I wished it like." I had another star to play with me in, you know, San Antonio. If he says that to somebody, everyone in the world knows it now. Uh-huh. It's not like you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't really be a, 
a quiet, upset athlete in this day and age, especially not in the NBA. So I, I don't know. Like that, just he might want, he might want to play with a better team. He might see that the Spurs are not putting him in the best position to win a championship. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting, and we actually, you know, topic of the week coming up. You know, we're gonna talk more about Kawhi Leonard. Uh, real quick, because we have two more topics in the NBA that we want to talk about. So real quick, number one, and then we're going to talk about number two. But number one, uh, what are some end-of-the-season storylines you're looking at? <coughs> end Correction, of sorry. We actually have a little few more topics. <laughs> Whoa. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. End-of-the-season storyline, I would like to see if the 76ers make the playoffs. If for the first time in, what is it, three or four years, the Rock, the... The Golden State Warriors, if they'll finish in first place again in the West, I would like to see. I would kind of like to see the Rockets to finish first place, and I want to see if the Celtics can. I want to see if somebody different can be first place in the East. That's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Here's some interesting storylines that I'm looking forward to. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. How will they play for the rest of the season with rookie point guard Lonzo Ball, but with veteran looking for payday Isaiah Thomas with head coach Luke Walton that's going to be interesting uh and and then also with Brandon Ingram and Julius Randle how these things all play still upset about Julius Randle so uh the the Lakers is one for me personally to see can the Wizards actually get the 50 wins that would be like the third or fourth year in a row well no they've never had 50 wins oh really the Wizards have never had a 50-win season. Well. That goes back to the Bullets. I don't think they've ever had a 50-win season. I'm going to Google that real quick. Washington Wizards best That's crazy. record. I want to say last year was the best record with 49 wins. Okay. Yeah, Wizards have never had a 50-win season. I'm going through. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They had a 54-win season back in 78-79. That's when they lost to the Sonics in the repeat year. Okay, so, so they they won in 78. The they won in 78 against the Sonics. They lost in... Uh, in 79 and forgot about this one the year that they lost against the warriors in the finals 1975 they had 60 wins that's crazy so i'm sorry okay so let me correct myself the wizards the wizards haven't won 50 games since the 79 season that's what it is okay they haven't won 50 games since the 79 season uh they won 50 games in nine uh 57 and 69, 70, 50, 52 and 73, 60 and 75, 54 and 79. They haven't won 50 games since 1979, which is, my goodness, how bad is that? Uh, it's not good. And like a lot of these ga- a lot of these years, it's been. For, like last year, 49 wins. The year before, 41. 46. 44. 
29 in 2013, 20 in 2012, 23 in 2011, 26, 19, and then you have 43, 40, and they've just been hovering around 40, like, and around there, but that's something that I do want to see, will the Wizards catch 50, they have, uh, they have 33 and 24 record, so that's, uh, there's no there's way. 57 games there's that no we've way. played they've played 57 games um so 82 hold on 62 to 20 25 games left can they win 17 games in 25 of 25 <laughs> uh probably not unless john wall comes back like or uh they Rem- like remember remember last 10 games they're 8 of 10 uh maybe so if you play that rate 80%, of 80 percent along the way, which is still tough, that's a lot. But if they play at a rate of eighty percent or eight hundred basketball, they would definitely get the fifty wins. But so that's something I want to see. And then my third storyline, I I did have a third one. Um, can't remember what the third one is. So uh, let's uh, quickly go to uh, possible playoff reformatting. Oh yeah! During All Star Weekend, they, they could discussed, make it amazing, but they're trying to just make it pretty good. They discussed that um, there may be a possibility in the future that when the playoffs comes, the teams will be seeded among their records among both conferences. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you may be the second seed or the number one seed in the East, but you could be the number three overall, depending on your record. Or so, lower. Or lower. All depends. Or lower. Uh, so they threw that scenario out that once you get the 16 teams, then they reseed um, to do that. They, they even threw out another one that you reseed even after the first round. Okay. Uh, because of upsets could possibly happen and still want competitive basketball because you don't want the second round to then be terrible. Oh, you know, this lower seed is not playing this really, really good se- team. Um, so they threw that out. But you hinted you just want top 16. Period. I mean, that's the best way to do it, right? That would be the most competitive way to do it. You take the 16 best players, 16 best teams. Uh, I, I, I think the best, I think it's just, it should be 8-8 eight and eight from each conference. And only because at the end of the day, it still usually ends up when you really look at the data. It's close. It still ends up being like eight and eight, almost like it's close. But so, there be there were some very years. few. There were very like okay, those early LeBron years in Cleveland, yeah. Where like once you were at a five, six, and seven and eight, you were like barely not above five hundred. <laughs> yeah, that's different. But it's we haven't not, seen that in a while. It's been a while, but like a couple years ago, there were still ten teams that were better than the. There's ten teams in the West. They would have all made the like they would have made the playoffs if they were in the East. Yeah, no, or not. T- yeah, exactly. So you're saying like pretty much they would have been two like It'd two of those East teams should have had their spots have, taken. Should have had their spots taken. I mean, I understand that or I, something like like I don't know like that would be the best way to do it. I feel like you just take the 16 best teams. I think if you keep it among conferences, eight and eight, then it really focuses on look, we gotta beat teams in our conference. Instead of just like, well, I mean, now we got to look at the record. What's happening on the other side of the conference? The other conference and saying, oh. Conference play would be way better. 
Like, I think either way, conference play, no matter how you put it, conference yeah, play will be I mean, better. it should, but like, I don't know. I think they, 16 best, in my opinion, would be the best. That's probably never, ever going to happen. But anything is, but anything would be an upgrade. You know what I'm saying? Like it would help the competition level. I d- totally agree. All right, so um, we spent a lot of time. We we but we said we were going to talk for 25 minutes on basketball, Probably and longer. we've spoken now for about 35 minutes. Basketball's good. It is good, but that's fine. And we still have one more topic to talk about. Um. Let me give a little backstory. Uh, one of my boys, shout out to my man Sheldon Semper. Um, I wouldn't even say boy, one of my boys. I mean, he's a very good family friend, a very almost like family. Um, he was my neighbor for 16 years of my old residence uh, from when I was three to about 19. Not only was he my neighbor, uh, he, we, 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 we went to the same church. We happened to move. We happened to move next to each other and... We ended up, we found out we were members of the same church. Cool. Um, went to the same school. Uh, his 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 parents used to um, used to uh, pick me up from school sometimes. Cool cat. Make sure you follow him. Um, I only know his Facebook page. So Sheldon Semper. That's all I know. I don't really know his his uh, Instagram by heart. Uh, but yeah, cool cat. Um, he used to come up for dinner. I will go over there for dinner. Blah blah blah. So shout out to my man. I hope you. I'm definitely going to post this on his page because I told him <laughs> I told him he had to listen to this. So shout out to him. Uh, but he posted a video about LeBron James, who you know talk about spoke about a specific political pundit on Fox News who denigrated him, and LeBron pretty much you know said you know. Blah, 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 you know, spoke about social issues, da, 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 da. We'll get into that later. But uh, let me let me read what I'm going to go verbatim. I'm not going to I'm not going to paraphrase. Let me go verbatim what was said. So let me open up my phone. Bear with me, everyone. Going through my notifications. Uh, All right. Pretty much he was like LeBron James is. uh, Because LeBron James is big in social justice. And his combination of being a basketball player, being as good as he is. He said, this is the reason why LeBron James is the greatest basketball player ever. So I then, you know, commented and I said, hey, look, LeBron James, great on the social issues. And I understand Michael Jordan in his playing days didn't really talk about social issues. And there were many reasons as to why not giving him an excuse, just stating the reasons why he probably did it. But I said, let's not overlook strictly the on the court accomplishments playing basketball i said michael jordan is still better than lebron james all time he then you know sent me a video a video that had um what's his name robin lundberg of 
ESPN, who pretty much he states, hey, LeBron James is the greatest player of all time. And the video pretty much was saying, look, you know, they gave stats why LeBron is better. And then um, said, you know, the only argument that a lot of people have from Michael Jordan is he's six for six in the finals. So uh, this, I guess you could say monologue. I know you're going to chime in here and there, but it's pretty much a monologue. It's just me stating why Michael Jordan is still the greatest basketball player of all time. And I do argue this, that if someone comes to me and says Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the greatest basketball player, I would say, okay, that's your opinion, and you may be right. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is really good. I put Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the second greatest basketball player, but I'm not going to argue that he, if someone said he's the first. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is very good. Yes. But uh, LeBron James, as of February 22nd, is it the 22nd today? Yeah, February 22nd, 2018. The year of our Lord. He is not better than Michael Jordan. And I'm going to give you several reasons why. So um, let me let me give you some stats about Michael Jordan. Uh, and I'm going to leave out some stats until the end to really make my point. Five-time MVP. 14-time All-Star. Three times he was the MVP of the All-Star game. Ten times NBA All-Star first team. He was only an NBA, NBA All-NBA second team once, meaning the one year he wasn't on first team, he was the second, which was his rookie year. Nine-time defensive All-Defensive all first team. NBA Rookie of the Year. Ten-time scoring champion. Three-time NBA Steals leader. Two-time slam dunk contest champion. Three times voted as the Athlete of the Year, according to uh, the AP. Sports Illustrated Sport, Sports Person of the Year. Part of the NBA 50th Anniversary All-Time Team. Where, in a time, he was only 10 years in, 10 years in the league when the 50th year team came about so he was playing and they said look you are one of the 50 greatest greatest players now look when they should have came out with a 60 and a 65 lebron's in there mm-hmm. i'm i'm gonna say that lebron is lebron James you open is it kick, the- <laughs> he's kicked some people out of that top <laughs> 50 list. like some <laughs> people gotta they're not in that 50 list anymore i understand that so yeah. i'll get that's how some people are gonna come back at me and say well lebron would have been but uh, I also hear this um, debate that LeBron James on his playoff and final runs had to play against better teams than Michael Jordan. So I understand LeBron James in his first uh, NBA Finals appearance. He played against the Spurs. And out of the five championships that the Spurs have won... I would say that team probably wasn't one of the greater Spurs teams. 
Is that is, am I reaching when I say that? That 2007 Spurs team Dude. where Tony Parker was the MVP of the finals? It It wasn't one of the best ones, no. They still won and swept the Cavs. Yeah, and the Cavs, and it was supposed to happen. Cavs didn't have anyone. There was no possible way that the Cavs could have beat those Spurs. And I give credit, LeBron brought them all the way there. So single handedly, si- single handedly, or well, him and Drewness, the Drewness pick and roll, <laughs> and Larry Hughes. Yeah, it, isn't that crazy how we're talking about these two dudes? Booby Gibson, and he was, Booby Gibson. That's Keisha Cole's husband. That's <laughs> loving hip hop. And uh, was the dude Parker? Uh, Parker, Candace Parker's. Candace Parker's Anthony brother. Anthony Parker. Anthony Parker. Dang. She's definitely. Look. Sasha if Pavlovich. If Candace Parker would have been on that team, that team would have been better. Perfect. Like, way better. Poor oh. you Look, you know he's just, man. So, all these things, he's I give credit Reggie to Miller, LeBron dog. James. But let's talk about the other teams that he faced in the finals. The Dallas Mavericks in 2011. With Lone Dirk. End of end of a great like peak Dirk and Jason Kidd and Jason Terry and Tyson Chandler and Deshaun Stevenson can't feel my face. He started it the the you know the he didn't start it but like he continued the trend of once you leave the Wizards you get a championship ring. (laughs) Yes, can't feel my face. Blood. uh, Oh, big bees. Look, (laughs) did I did I ever tell you how I saw I met Suge Knight? What? Yeah, with Deshaun Stevenson. Oh no, that's not. I can't, there's no way that's a good story. <laughs> nothing good happened that night. Any night where you meet Suge Knight, nothing good is about to happen. <laughs> Anyways, that team is not considered an NBA great team. Oh no, that team is not that good. That team is seen by historians like, damn, they really got there. That's they a won. regular team. <laughs> they had t- they had Brendan Haywood on that team. Any team with Brenda Haywood got to be the underdog. Jose Barea. Oh, he's good. See, that's the thing that that's what kept them in the game. They had, they had Jason Kidd, Jason Terry, and JJ Barea. Get out of here. Anyways, back to LeBron. So that Mavericks team that he lost to. Yeah. JJ Barea had somebody on straps too, uh, which is unheard of. That uh, that finals appearance where LeBron James averaged seventeen points. LeBron James had himself on straps, maybe. Y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? Then you go to the next team that he faced where he finally wins, the Oklahoma City Thunder. And a lot of people are going to say you had Harden, Durant, Westbrook. Yep. But those are not Harden, Durant, Westbrook in nope. 2018. Nope. Those... And they had Ibaka. And was Jeff Green still on that team? Or is this when he had his heart problem? I can't remember if Jeff Green was on that team. They had a lot I don't of, think so. They had a lot of players is what I'm saying. They had a lot of players, but they weren't as talented as they are. No. Very young, like when like Je- super young. When James Harden got traded, there were some people that are like, "Hey, it's a good trade." They got Jeremy Lamb back. Yeah, because James Harden never got—he never got to get. James Harden was like how Michael Jordan was no, at uh, UNC. At, at, I'm not saying he's like Michael Jordan, but like how you know at UNC he was on a minute restriction. Yeah, yeah he's he just like look, he didn't yeah. get to start, or he didn't get to start. Yeah, he didn't start. He didn't even start. He was playing with too many other good people. So. LeBron James and the Miami Heat beat them. Boom. They do beat the Spurs the next year, which is a good team beat with Kawhi Spurs. Leonard. And that one. They were something. I'm not. This is not a reason why they won. Something was going on with that team, though, correct? Like somebody was injured 
or somebody was not playing at 100% health. So, uh, nobody is though, at this time of year. But, you know, they made they they, they the, the following year, you know, they got a rematch. Oh yeah, the following year got a rematch with the same team and it wasn't even close. It was, it was f- 4 to 1. A historic. And it could have been a sweep. It could have been a three-game series. <laughs> historic beatdown. So, okay, D- dismantling. Of course you go against the Warriors. The Warriors, you know, you 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 lose teammates along the way. Kawhi, Kevin, Love Kevin Love and and Kyrie along the way. Um and the and you're playing against the Warriors. And then you beat the Warriors. 73-9 Warriors, which is great. That's cool, but we know why they won, though. Like, they're, they're, you could say there's, there's a, reasons. There's a reason that they won every game. I think. Like, I'm not 100 percent positive, but I, Dray, Draymond didn't play in one of those games, right? Yep, that they had game to five, win. Yeah, and 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 I think that was the catalyst. Once they once they Gotta were able win to win one, once they were able to win that game five, then the momentum really shifted. Then Bo, was, then Bogey got hurt, right? Get Bo got hurt in game five. Yeah, miss game six. Uh, that. I mean that you're back in it. Once you get to game seven, anything can happen. Exactly. So I understand LeBron James three I'm, times. I'm not saying Bogut going down was 100 percent reason why they lost, but you know, Bogut did play well. Understandably. And then the next, the last year, of course, LeBron James loses to the Warriors, who have Kevin Durant. Hey. So I just detailed you all the teams that. LeBron James faced in the finals and what happened. But I'm going to give you some context about Michael Jordan and his opponents. Who did Michael Jordan play against? First finals appearance, 58-24 and 24 Los Angeles Lakers that Who, had... Who's on this team? Magic Johnson and James Worthy. Understandably, James Worthy did not play in the finals because he got, he got nicked in the finals. I don't think he played some of those games or he might not have played all. But, okay... So, Magic Johnson was a little hobbled, but those Lakers teams were still... Magic Johnson Lakers teams. Yes. And they were in the finals two years prior. Then we're going to go to the next team that Michael Jordan faced. The Portland Trailblazers. With everybody. Which were in the title... Uh, which was in the finals in 1990 against the Pistons. Portland Trailblazers, 57 and 25. Number one in their conference, number one in their division. Well, obviously in their conference and their mm-hmm. division. Which had Clyde Drexler. Clyde Drexler. Yeah. Terry Porter. Lots of players. Was uh, Jerome Kersey on that team? Jerome. <laughs> Woo! Jerome Kersey. They had some players, for sure. Kevin Duckworth at center. Uh, I understand. Clifford <laughs> Robinson. Hey, out here. Clifford Robinson. The Buck so Williams. Good. They had a lot of players. They had like a lot like of Like these guys can ball. They're not, the, not slouches at all. Like this team is still in NBA 2K as one of the greatest teams. Probably Even the without them winning a final. Best pissed, or what is it, uh, Blazers team of all time. Well, on paper, I guess they probably were, but we all know who the best the best Trailblazers team of all time was the Jail Bla- the J- the Jail Blazers. Yeah, they were pretty good. Quintel Woods out here. They were pretty good. Shout out to them. <laughs> um, but yeah, nineteen ninety three, great Blazers team. Nineteen ninety three, the Bulls had to face the Phoenix Suns. Cool. Ch- with 
Chuck. Who were the best team in the NBA. Not just in the West. They were the best team that year in the NBA. With the MVP being Charles Barkley. With a 62-20 and 20 record. That's pretty good. And that series, of course, went seven games. You want to hear who was some of those guys that were on that? Uh, I know Charles Barkley and Dan Marley were on that team. Charles Kevin Barkley, Johnson, Dan Marley, Rex, Kevin Johnson. Rex Grossman? Not Rex Grossman. Rex, <laughs> Rex uh, Chapman? Nah, there we go. Nah, he wasn't on this team. Dang. They still had Tom Chambers. Hey, threw it down. With the crazy bounce. Danny Ainge. Oh, nah. Damn. Cedric Sabalos. These are a lot of names. Mark West. Like, these guys are not bums. Oliver Miller. Deep, mm. deep NBA teams. Oliver Miller might have been a bum. But yeah, the point is stacked. And not just stacked. They all were good. And they all played good during the finals. Mm-hmm. Like, n- it wasn't like one of them. Like, Nobody they had guys. E- look, because some, look. We've seen what happens to Chris Bosh in the in the finals with LeBron James. Like he would not show up sometimes. Not not show up, but he had some games where he would have like five or six points, like not balling at all. And you know, so then we go to '96 finals against the SuperSonics. Gary Payton, sixty-four and eighteen. It's a very a lot of wins. That is up there as one of like the greatest seasons. Record a lot of wins. Not only sixty four and eighteen, they had Sean Kemp, Gary Payton, Detlef Sh- Shrimp, Ooh. Nate McMillan, um, Mister S- Sonic. Um, who's the other shooter? Uh, Hersey Hawkins, one of the greatest shooters. And you're gonna tell me that that team wasn't good? Like, that team isn't a good team. Like, if they win the finals, people are going to be talking about the Seattle Supersonics being a good team, being a great team. And people still say they're a good team, even though they lost. I mean, okay, they lost, but they're still a good team. Probably in 2K somewhere. Definitely on 2K. Yeah. The 97 Utah Jazz and the 98 Utah Jazz. Carl Malone. Malone. Who, Carl Malone arguably could be the best power forward ever. Second best scorer of all time. Exactly. MVP that year. He was balling. 64 and 18 also was their record. See, look. You know, I'm going to talk I'm going to I'm going to talk to you about this after this is over. 98, 62 wins. It's crazy. Same team. LeBron, I mean, Michael Jordan. Not only was the best player on the floor against any of these teams. He was the MVP for every one of these finals. And he won every one of those finals. And then I didn't even talk about the off the court stuff. Like, who's waiting in line for some LeBrons right now? Like nobody. Who's waiting in line for some Kobe's? I you know, I don't think I don't think too many people but people are people are just waiting in line this Saturday for some Jays that oh, came out all the time. That happens a lot, and people don't even know who Michael Jordan is anymore. Here's another thing. That's crazy. Michael Jordan is the reason why salaries have gone up. 
He's the first person to command the was it a thirty million dollar contract? Exactly. Oh, and I didn't even talk about some of Michael Jordan's uh, other stats here. Uh, he averaged for a career thirty points a game. He had some ba- not bad years, but he had some not Michael Jordan years at the end too. Yes, that's the thing. They were averaging in some like 16-point years. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You talk about it being bad, but remember, we... He was still good. Yeah, he was good, but he was not Michael Jordan. People who do not live in the D.C. area where they were only seeing Michael Jordan on primetime games, like, of course, they're going to say things like, oh, Michael Jordan didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. He still got buckets. Michael Jordan averaged 22.9 points a game (laughs) at 40. (laughs) He clapped his hands at you guys. At 40. He was good. He was very, very good. Five assists, one steal. 1.4 steals a game. That's what the greatest do, though. At 40. They play until they're 40. Like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did it. They were trying to give Will Chamberlain a contract, you know, when he was like 50. So all of y'all who come out here and talk about LeBron James the greatest... Do you realize I've gave you stat after stat well before I got to six for six? Beating the, the, the best team sometimes in the NBA. And I know a lot of people say, oh, well, uh, well, you know, Michael took a while to get out the first round. Okay. Understandably. This team was some garbage. Terrible. But uh, let's not forget uh, in year two when he just came off of a broken foot and dropped 64 in the playoffs against... Celtics in Boston. Let's not forget those bad boy Pistons teams that he had to go through to get to the finals. They had Dennis Rod- young Dennis Rodman. Or the Cavaliers teams of the 80s with Mark Price and uh, Larry Nance and um, mm-hmm. and um, man, who's uh, uh, his his teammate at at no, um, at North Carolina? Uh, who's the NASCAR expert? Uh, <laughs> insider right now is it man Perry? nah he's a real country country black dude Mm-mm. but was pretty oh brad doherty oh bd let's not forget the philadelphia sixers teams that had oh. dr j oh. i know near the end but they still had moses malone and charles barkley on those teams young charles let's not forget the new york knicks that he had to go through just to get to the finals patrick ewing or patrick miller or the pacers or the Orlando Magic the, when they had is, Shaq and Penny. And they still had, what is the team over there, too? They had the, the Alonzo Mourning and, the, and the, the Charlotte. Yeah. Like these Dale are. Cur- Alonzo Mourning, Del Curry, and uh, Larry, 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 Larry Johnson. Exactly. What? Like these are teams that are, are still good considered good teams, like NBA good teams. So I don't want to hear this nonsense that Michael Jordan never played against anyone. Look, LeBron James is going to go down as one of the greatest players. I haven't come up, and we, we're going to talk about it. We're gonna oh, see. he look, career's not over. Career's not even over. But in my opinion, he might. he's already top 10, in my opinion. So yeah. I'm not saying this dude's a bum. He's very, very good. <laughs> and I'm good? also saying we spoke off air. I'm also saying there's a possibility even to this day, LeBron can suppress Michael Jordan. It's not even like what he was saying is not even like that far fetched, in my opinion, for LeBron to catch Michael Jordan either. Like that, we we set up some dream scenarios and yeah, 
and and I'm, I was just like, look, I'm not saying LeBron can never catch up. There would have to be certain situations for him to catch up or surpass Michael. But, I mean, as of now, let's not go overboard. Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all times. And I understand this. He may be six for six, but you know what? Bill Russell is 11 for 12 or 13. And nobody ever, or he's good. He's and he's the greatest. And I still don't see. Best winner. Best winner, probably. But not the best basketball player. So for me, it's never been about championships. It's been about everything of the game. So, yeah. So shout out to my man, Sheldon Semper. I know we went on a rant. I don't know how long we've been talking about this. But hey. Michael Jordan is still the greatest player of all time. Let's quickly get to Louisville basketball. Louisville's 2013 championship was vacated because of violations that they committed. Um, the violations pretty much are um, escorts and prostitutes. They were given to players and recruits. Uh, so according to NCAA rules, the prostitutes and the escorts are seen as improper benefits i'm hold on i look i'm not condoning escort services and prostitution i'm not condoning it however i don't see how they helped those guys on the basketball court hello if you want to say look we are going to give you a heavy fine as those a are not performance enhancing drugs <laughs> If, if anything else, those are detriments. What? Nobody nobody has ever been like, yo, these prostitutes really helped my jumper this weekend. Like, never once has that happened. So, yeah. I Look. <laughs> I understand we have to... If, if the NCAA say, look, we're going to have to come down with a heavy fine on, on the school. That's fine. Everyone can get fined. Everybody. Patino got fired. We knew that. Boom. AD... Yeah. School, everybody's getting the fine. But but to sit here and be like, look, we're going to take away your title because nah, nah. you all received the improper benefit. And because you received the improper benefit, you shouldn't have been on the floor. What? And because you're on the floor in what? violation, we're going to take the title away. That's how it trickles down to taking the title away. That's crazy. Like, it isn't just, hey, y'all had prostitutes and escorts. We're going to take your title away. It was like all these steps nah, led to taking away titles. So, I mean, I think it's ridiculous, but I think there needs to be, like, a heavy fine. That's fine. And That's maybe, cool. And maybe the NCAA needs to start writing in their bylaws, like, hey, this is something that we can do. And, you know, take away recruiting, uh, take, probably take away scholarships for a set of period of time. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even that. saying postseason ban because that's not fair. Because, like, the kids that are there. They've already committed, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. they're... All I say is limit the scholarships. Be like, oh, instead of you having 12 scholarship spots, hey, we only going to give you about seven. Or less. For about, for about two to three years. Yeah, that's and fine. You gotta, really and you got to. Really to recruit. And you, exactly. Now you got to get some guys who are willing to be walk-ons. Now you got to, what is it? You got to get real creative giving these kids money now. <laughs> You gotta send them some crypto. You gotta send them some Bitcoin. No. Perfect. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it was pointless that they they vacated the the the, the title. It's like, ridiculous. And the thing is, we all know 
who won. We all know who won. Let's go to our Chump and Champ of the Week. Matt, who is your ch Champ of the Week? My Champ of the Week was the NBA All-Star Game. Baby, want a champ. It was great. Like, I was glad to see it back and not just four quarters of nobody playing defense and just, uh, it was like a highlight layup line the last few years. Like, everybody just gets a chance to just do whatever the craziest thing that they could do was on the basketball court and nobody would try to stop them. And that's cool, kind of, but, you know, you still would like to see some basketball. And they really got back to that this year, and I was glad that they did that. My champ of the week goes to the USA women's hockey team baby want a champ for hey, winning gold out here in the in the cold yeah um, i guess kind of yeah I mean, it's it's, ice it's i a, don't know if it's cold it's a winter sport it's a winter sport they weren't playing outside though <laughs> but yes first gold medal in olympics since 1998 which was in nagano japan hey, so a uh, cool. shout out to women's hockey for team usa they actually had a big Remember there was like a big protest and scandal like last year because of the wage disparity? Oh, it's probably something crazy. Because the the yeah. men's team not we're not talking about their pro team. We're talking about the Olympic men's team. Olympic team. The I'm men's saying. Olympic team was getting a lot more money than the women's and getting a higher per diem than the women. That's crazy. And the thing about it, the men they were professional athletes. You said they were? Or yeah, at the not? time. Like, at the time okay. when the, all this was going on, the but, NHL players were still in it. Mm -hmm. And even the minor league players that are in it right now mm -hmm. and former NHL players, like, they made money because of what they did. These women, they don't play hockey There's for no their career. They have yeah. a career, and they just happen to be really good at hockey. Exactly. So they really needed the money, and they were getting a lot less I think something to the extent like several thousand dollars at the end of the day, like compared to, you know, the 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 men's team, which for the Olympics they may come out with like sixty or seventy thousand, you know, for for t participating. But yeah, there was a big wage disparity, so I'm happy for them that they were able to not just come to agreement with this. That now I think they're equal with the men. Good. But then they won gold. And the men Cash didn't out. win gold. I mean, the women's team is probably just better. Yeah, man, definitely. All right, practicing. Your chump of the week. My chump of the week is Rick. <laughs> Dang, a hey, it had to be him, or not really. I don't really care about Rick Pitino. Cause you're a chump. Rick Pitino's tattoo that he got for his championship year, <laughs> or in his back, man. That's the only place that championship banner is still hanging. <laughs> that is terrible, <laughs> man. Ah. Poor guy. Oh, man. My chump of the week goes to Laura Ingram of Fox News. Because wow. you're a chump. Who uh, didn't agree with what LeBron James had to say about President Trump. So she basically tried to tear down LeBron James. Said, um, you know, you're not educated because you didn't go to college. And also Kevin Durant, LeBron James and Kevin Durant said uh, how LeBron James didn't go to college. So what does he know? Kevin Durant. Only went to college for one year, so why are we looking at them as, um, I guess, role models for politics or who cares about their political views and then how no one even voted for you? So why are you giving your two cents? And then said at the end, shut up and dribble. 
has a lot it not only is it insensitive it is racially insensitive because i mean what have a lot of white people have said about black celebrities black politicians black athletes or black people of just power they've always just tell, told you to deal with whatever situation like whatever you do oh why don't you worry about that or stay in your lane shout out to my man lavar ball ball control but we've we've seen that a lot and it was just a another example of hey go back to doing what you do. go back to entertaining us and because that's all you're good at so yeah laura ingram is my chump of the week so i guess because this is our 10th episode we just really we're just like hey we're gonna give you a big shebang <laughs> we're already at an hour and 20 minutes but we hope you all listen you all like this um Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Just search the Sports Reality Podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe so you're up to date on all of our content. Make sure you follow us on social media. Instagram, the Sports Reality. On Twitter, sports underscore reality and underscore. And on Facebook, the Sports Reality. We still have a lot to talk about, so let's uh, get right into the NFL. Um Teams were able to franchise players, apply the franchise tag. Uh, Jarvis Landry was uh, given a franchise tag. Um, went from his rookie deal that wasn't that much to next year going to be paid $14 million a year. Big upgrade, but do you think he wants to stay in Miami? Um, is Jay Cutler going to still be his quarterback? <laughs> Not sure. Uh, If I'm him... And I don't care about winning a championship or anything like that. I want Jay Cutler to be my quarterback as long as possible. He gave me the most targets uh, almost in NFL history last year, I think. It was up there. It was ridiculous. He he got more targets than Terrell Owens did when he was in with the Eagles. That he I don't know. Like That's probably really, really fun to just get all the... You know you're going to get the ball thrown at you 20 times a game. But... You have to play against the Patriots two times a year, so that kind of sucks. But I think I think he's happy for the money. A little like shaky about the contract or the the team going forward. Like there's not a lot of uh, other talent surrounding him right now. Like he's definitely needs a quarterback, a running back, a lot of they need a lot of help on the offensive end. Their defense, I believe, is a little bit better, but. Yeah, Jarvis Landry gonna need some help soon. Jarvis Landry in 2017 to last year, 112 receptions. Yeah, I can't find the stat on targets, but he he was getting if the you targets got too. 112 receptions. He was having a good. I would say you probably got something like 150 targets, probably. I know this because of my dominance in your family's fantasy football nah, league. <laughs> oh, it is. He got 161 targets last year. It was amazing. Crazy, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you, you may have a point there. You may have a point. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Hey, ca cash money, Kirk. I don't ever want to hear anyone man. talk about Kirk Cousins being humble. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything about Kirk Cousins. Really don't care about the money because he drives his old conversion vans. Kirk Manziel, dog. Kirk Cousins, the last three years, 
Last cash. two years, I think it was. Or is it last three out. years? Almost. It was cash like eight out. million probably the last three years. I mean, three franchise tags, right? No, two. Two franchise tags. Oh. If he gets the third, yeah, it was something. Okay, so in two years, he's definitely got fifty million. Oh, absolutely. I can't remember what. Absol- the- something foolish, and he's about to get paid crazy this offseason. The Jets said that, or room, not the Jets. There's reports that the Jets, that sources say the Jets are um, going to want to sign Kirk Cousins, and not only do they want to sign Kirk Cousins. They want to make his contract fully guaranteed. They want. They said that they want to open up a bank and just like sign it over to Kirk Cousins. Like he's just gonna have all the money that's in this bank now. And yeah, that's. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be a terrible idea because I can't see the future. But this is not a good investment. You are not trying to pay Kirk Cousins that much money. The uh, what is it? the ceiling is not the roof. The ceiling <laughs> is the roof. We got. Gotta be a better option than Kirk Cousins. Look, I've been saying it for years. I said it on my radio show when I used to be on WLVS Radio. I said that the Redskins should have signed him back in 2015. For a normal contract. For a normal contract. Because it would have benefited the Redskins to have him at that rate. So they can still get talent around him. Because Kirk Cousins is not an elite quarterback. So you think he's closer to Joe Flacco than Aaron Rodgers? A lot closer to Joe Flacco than Aaron Rodgers. Or Tom Brady or another great quarterback that's going to win you some games. Let's put it like this. If you're not Aaron Rodgers. Russell Westbrook or Russell Wilson or Cam also. These are the quarterbacks that I say. That simply them being on the team is going to get them eight wins at the beginning of the year. Just eight wins on all. Eight wins as the beginning. The schedule comes out. They got eight wins just because they're on the team. Who, who are these quarterbacks? Tom Brady. Tom Brady's good. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers really good. Drew Brees. Drew Brees is pretty good. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is very good. And people are gonna think I'm crazy when I say this. Are you crazy? But Cam Newton. Oh, Cam Newton is fi- Cam Newton throws that team on his back. Like he's an idiot sometimes, but simply for being on the team, you are going to get eight wins. He's good. All those people are good. Honestly, what about Carson? Carson oh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. And I'm not putting them in any specific specific oh, can't, order. Can't do but that. Carson part. Wentz. And at the very let's put it like this. Ben Roethlisberger is at the end of the list, and he's slowly he's falling off, falling off because of age. He used to be to do it. He used to be he used to be eight winner. Oh yeah, he used to be. But now, of course, he doesn't so have Eli. to. So is Eli. He doesn't have to because Roethlisberger um, has Le'Veon and or uh, he Antonio might have Brown. Le'Veon. But yeah, they have Le'Veon and Antonio Brown, so he doesn't have to. But Ben is there, so there is seven quarterbacks in my opinion. That's it in this league right now. Where I could say, because they're on the team. There's a couple people that are close. They're gaining on Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, like Matthew Stafford. He's 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 gaining. I don't know, though. I, I'm not a big Stafford fan. I was talking about D-Watt, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is going to. And Mariota. Like, Mariota. They're good, all guys. Better. They're all guys who can get to that level. Yeah. And they're all first, second, and third year players. Yeah. I mean, Jameis Winston. Oh, b- big game, James. Crab legs. 
out here, man. Notice I named a lot of quarterbacks that, in my opinion, are just better than Kirk Cousins. Oh, every single one of these quarterbacks is better than Kirk Cousins. So why are you going to pay this man the highest quarterback salary? When he can't win a game, by when he can't win eight-plus games by himself. Kirk Cousins is going to make the Jets go from what? They went. They won five games, I think, this year. Better than anyone thought or so six. probably nine games next year. Yeah. And they might not make the playoffs because... Oh, they, they, they get some automatic losses just being in that conference. And because you got to face Brady twice. Lose two, two losses. So, that's the thing. He's not going to win your game. I think, honestly, and, and it sounds crazy... I know the market has blown up for quarterbacks, but I think Kirk Cousins should be a quarterback that should be in the $20, $22 million range. He's not going to get – he's going to get paid way more than that. Yes, he's going to get paid something like $27, $28. Maybe – I don't know. He's going to get paid a ton. Oh, I didn't mention another quarterback that's just better than Derek Carr. Oh. Derek Carr is better than Kirk Cousins. He's only had one year being really good. Derek Carr is better than Kirk Cousins. I don't know. We will see next year. 100%. Every, if everybody's healthy, we'll see next year. And Kirk is not young. Yeah, no. Derek Carr is That's another thing. Right Kirk is not young. Like Will Kane yesterday said on ESPN, he said, um, he said Dak Prescott, and within three to five years from now, Dak Prescott will be an entering elite quarterback. His, he'll be entering his prime. He also said Russell Wilson will still be elite. Cam will probably still be really good. And he said Aaron Rodgers will probably still be elite. Mm, and yeah. if you're going to be paying Kirk Cousins this money, you should be thinking, look, in three to five years, you need to be one of the best quarterbacks. He's not going to be as good as any of those people. So when you tie up the when you tie up the salary, when you tie up the you know the team salary in one player in the NFL. It's not good for you. So I don't see why teams need to be, you know, or want to be signing Kirk Cousins to something crazy long term. Uh, Doug Martin. Um, R.I.P. Doug. Released yesterday. I saved, had you on my fantasy team the one year you were amazing. Saved the Bucks $6 million. Um, I think he'll find 18 that he could play on. Do like, you think he will ever return to the Doug Williams from his rookie year? I think he could. Like... I mean, if Justin Forsett did it, yo. And Justin Forsett did it for a few more years after he was good. until he got like the serious injury. I mean, I think he could. It just got to be the right situation. I hope so. I, I really, Doug, Doug Martin was a very good running back. I wish, I hope he, you know, bounces back. Bill Polian said uh, Lamar Jackson should rethink uh, <laughs> which position he wants to play in Dang. quarterback. He said that Lamar Jackson at a height of six three. He's not tall enough to play quarterback. In where? We're like for the in the NFL? Yeah. How tall is Russell Wilson? Six foot. How, how so tall that's is six Drew Brees? Feet zero inches. That's it. Yeah. How tall is Drew Brees? Six foot zero inches. They're pretty good. Like, you know. There's that uh what's the dude? He's short too, Tyrod Taylor. He's About not as good as one. Not as good as those other people I named, but still a shorter, shorter quarterback that's decent. Like Tyrod Taylor's, you know, he's good sometimes. I don't know. That is like, has this dude gotten into like accolades recently? 
Uh, he was the uh, Heisman Trophy winner, uh, 2016. <laughs> he won the Heisman Trophy, and they're trying to tell my man that he cannot play quarterback. In the same breath, um, Bill Polian also said that Baker Mayfield, BM, is some is is a good quarterback. Baker Mayfield is the same height and as size who? as Lamar Jackson, and also won the Heisman this year. So back to back Heisman Trophy winners. One needs to rethink. What being position? a quarterback he's probably been a quarterback like his entire life also another thing that people this is what really annoys me and it, it comes from really white men within the industry and white fans they just don't understand when you tell a black quarterback who's actually good to switch positions they don't realize that they're pretty much saying you're not intelligent enough to pick up the NFL offense. So you got to play. So you need defense. to play something else. Um, they're also saying that we don't want to even give you a chance to fail because Tim Tebow. Oh, he was, was known that he could not throw a football. Couldn't throw a ball, and Broncos still took a chance. And if the Broncos did it, it was going to be another team later in the first round. And he took them to the playoffs. You don't have to look. He, he took them to, to the playoffs, but then it was known really quickly. He yo, can't he th- can't throw the ball. No, make him pass. And he went. But, like, someone called into the radio station uh, on um, Team 980, which is the new DC 980. It's not Sports 980 anymore? It's not called. Oh, that's throwback. Yeah, out here. I was about to say Sports <laughs> Talk 980. It's no longer ESPN 980. It's still an ESPN affiliate, but it's called Team 980. Um, someone called in and said, uh, so... You all will give Blake Bortles a chance to fail. Oh my God! You Blake all will so give. Bad. He started naming all quarterbacks. There's Mitch, a lot of bad Mitchell Trubisky. He started naming all these white young quarterbacks and said, "You all will give them a chance to fail." But a Heisman Trophy winning black quarterback, you automatically want to say, "Why don't you put him at another position?" Because he's so explosive. Has he played another position? Like, does he know what to do? Is his body even built to be now being hit consistently by linebackers and safeties and, and corners? Is one thing, look, your body as a quarterback is used to getting hit a certain way. Now you're getting hit a whole nother way at another position. Now you're saying this man may not even last five years in the league because he's getting beat up. Quarterbacks don't like to get hit. No. We saw it in the Super Bowl. Chill, right? You rush four against Tom Brady. Nobody nobody likes to get hit. No, no, no. Especially not quarterbacks. I wonder who said that. I don't know about I don't know. Somebody listens to the show. Put some respect on my name. But uh yeah, it's just crazy how like I think it's just subconsciously, like, they don't even think like they they don't even think it through. I think it's still like they're like, oh no, we're not the same mentality like back in the day when we said black quarterbacks aren't smart. But then they say stuff like this, and it's like, yeah, you're basically saying you're not smart enough to pick up an offense, or we don't even want to sacrifice the time to even get you up to speed. Because Blake Bortles is a perfect example. Like, oh, Blake Bortles is terrible. Not good at all. But somehow, is given a chance. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey's on his team. Uh, Mel Kiper, Mel Kiper's mock draft. Um, you sent me a screenshot. 
Um, you sent me a screenshot, and it's see, this is just the top ten. Cleveland Browns are projected to draft Josh Allen, quarterback out of that's Wyoming's quarterback. The number two, Saquon Barkley to the Giants. Mm-hmm. Bradley Chubb, defensive end to the Colts at number three. Minka Fitzpatrick, defensive back, fourth to the Browns. Sam Darnold, number five to the Denver Broncos. Number six, Baker Mayfield to the Jets. And number seven, Quinton Nelson to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At number eight, Tremaine Edmonds, linebacker to the Chicago Bears. Number nine, Denzel Ward, cornerback to the San Francisco 49ers. And number 10, linebacker Roquan Smith to Oklahoma. Josh Rosen at one point on Mel Kuyper's draft board was going to go number two. He has dropped out of the top ten. It's crazy. Two other people had to drop out of the top ten too because what is it? Baker Mayfield and Tremaine Edmonds are in there now. I'm not going to lie. I only know about Josh Allen, Saquon Barkley, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and of course Josh Rosen. I do not know much about these other guys. I would have to look at tape. We got to do some of that. We got to watch some tape. But about those guys that we do know, should Baker Mayfield be a top 10 quarterback? Top 10 drafting, sorry. I don't think he is, but I think he... I think he's going to get drafted pretty high. Like, I think he's definitely going to be a first-round draft pick. I don't know if he should be, but he's definitely going to be a first-round draft pick. I actually thought, look, I don't know who I said it to. It might be on here in one of the earlier episodes. I think he might go, like, pretty decently high. Like, top 15? Like, he might not supposed to be, but that's where he's going to He's going to get, he's definitely going to be a first-round draft pick. I'm about to say something that's going to be very controversial. Or not controversial, sorry. It's going to be a hot take, like people like to say. I hate. I really hate saying hot take. But you got a hot one. Got a hot take. In my opinion, Baker Mayfield is not a first round draft pick. Definitely about to be a first round draft pick. He's about to be, but he's not a first round draft pick. Might have to, that, that might be very the, similar the to. I, and I'm not saying they're the same players. You about to say John, Cash Money? But Baker Mayfield is like. Baker Mayfield, in my opinion, is like a second round, third round draft pick. Maybe. He's going to get drafted higher than that. But he's going to be drafted in the first round. But he's like a second or third round draft pick, in my opinion. He's going to start a lot of games, too. It's, it's, man, it's pretty ridiculous. Pretty ridiculous. But, hey, that's what it is. All right, let's uh, move real quick to uh, not sports segment. Black Panther, quickly, because uh, we've been rapping. It's already about an hour and 40 minutes into this podcast. Oh, this is a long time. Yeah, I guess we're giving you a two-hour special because of our 10th tenth, <laughs> 10th episode. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Black Panther, what are your thoughts on it? It was good. It was good. It was definitely one of the better Marvel movies, one of the better, like, of the start to the, like, a superhero franchise. It was like the... The origin stories, I guess you would call it, the first one of the uh, the Black Panther like movie franchise, and it was good. It was dope. It had everything that I like 
about Marvel movies. It was fun. It looked cool. It gave a dope story. Like the characters were interesting. It was fun. It was a dope movie. Now, um, you actually read Marvel comics, correct? Yeah, from time and to you time. Follow. I keep up with it. You keep up where you know where each of these comics intertwined with each other, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I am someone that does not know. I went into the theater literally just like, look, I'm going to see the Black Panther to see if it's good when it comes to the storyline, see if it's good when it comes to the dialogue. When it comes to the action, mm. when it comes to the CGI. So you're going in like kind of blind. I'm going in <coughs> so blind because I know nothing no about clue. the Black Panther. Mm. The only Marvel movie that I've seen was like Iron Man 1. I don't even think I saw Iron Man 2. Dang. That was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I saw 2. But I saw 1. Didn't see Guardian of the Galaxy. Didn't see... The uh, best one, Guardian? Any of the Avengers. Didn't see... Captain America didn't see Thor. You didn't see Ant Man. You, didn't didn't see you gotta catch some of these movies, dude. So Those I didn't see good. any of these. I just went in like, look, Black Panther, going in for Black Pride, Black Support. It's Black History Month. It's Black History Month. And shout out to Ryan Coogler, who's about what? I think he's only thirty one. Super young dude. Already has like movies. three movies that Amazing. Highly grossing, critically acclaimed the movies. Mm. So shout out to them. And also all the black actors and actresses and black businesses that were part of the movie. And it, it really, you know, shot down the notion that an all black cast cannot sell in Hollywood. Because obviously it can. And if it's just simply coming down to us as black people going to see the movie, that in itself is enough for you to make money. And not only that. A lot of money. Not only that, this is a stepping stone for the next crop of black producers, black directors, because now they're going to end up getting support, monetary support, not just, hey, we support you. No, no, claps, Mon- claps don't pay bills. <laughs> exactly. They're going to get monetary support to produce more things, because outside of Tyler Perry and Oprah, mm-hmm. they ain't... It's not too, it's not too many and it's, it, it's, it's not a, too many of us it's a shame because there's so much talent like i've been like fortunate to know a couple like othello like black director like super uh-huh. dope does great work you know what i'm saying like stuff like that like then i know the next project that he puts out like i hope that it, you know it gets this crazy traction like people are willing to see it and like go out of their way to see this movie because it's him you know what i'm saying or like just just all black actors and directors, all that stuff. That's good. It's good for everybody. It's and it, it like, didn't have black stereotypes. No, no, it was just. It good. wasn't like a comedy where okay, you're gonna have the stereotypes, but they're jokes. You're gonna, you know, it wasn't a Tyler Perry. It wasn't a uh, like a Martin movie or something like that. It was a movie where even though it was an all black cast, all black everything, it wasn't like yo, this is a black. Even though it's a black movie, mm. they weren't really. How can I say this? It was just a good movie. It was just a good movie. Yeah. Yes, and that's what it is because a lot of people going into it are always kind of like, oh, well, I'm going to see this black movie like yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler Perry, 
Uh, remember the one? Um, uh, it's like kind of like you know how like this Christmas where it's an all black cast. Yeah, you know, okay, it's, it's a black movie. It's like kind of like it's, the, a bunch, it's a bunch of like black people. Like you know, like and it's gonna be things where like if you're not black, you're just you're not going to understand. No clue what's going on. What's going on? But <laughs> no you don't idea. have to be black to understand what's nah, going on. It was but a good movie. It was about representation. That's all. Representation goes a long way when it comes to it's cool media. Everything, uh, Hollywood, politics, sports, religion, everything. Like, so it was just great. It was cool. Um, but yeah, you got to check out the rest of these Marvel movies now. Yeah, I do, I do. But it was, it was, it was a good movie. Good movie. Um, and not only that, uh, who was the character that was? And I'm not trying to say too much for those who haven't seen it. But the character that was um, the king of the, um, he wasn't a king, but he was the leader of his tribe. That was up in the mountains. Oh, my man. Uh, I can Mbaka. You know, this was his first movie. Oh, yeah. yeah like, yeah. first movie ever. ever. Yeah, nah, he stole the show. Like <laughs> First, and he was literally in the movie for probably about 20 minutes. Not long. He did a great look. Those 20 minutes he was in there, he did a great job. Exactly. <laughs> he did a great job. So everybody, look. Everybody we're remembers not, it. We're not going to say anything else about this dude, but you will know exactly who, who we're talking about exactly. at the end of the movie. But... I'm just like, look, there's he. This cast was so talented that they found someone who had never acted in a movie, and he had a great, he had a, a great, amazing, and he was first, next. Uh, he was try. next to guys like Michael B. Jordan, who had been in several movies. Lots Chad Bozeman, uh-huh. uh, Angela Bassett, uh-huh. who was all all these people. But then they had other characters who were big characters, but you really didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm. There was and, a lot of new faces, kind of like Get Out. Get Out had no one you knew. Mm. You didn't know anyone in those movies. But hey, it's just showing you don't have to be part of this fraternity to make to, to do good. You have to act well. Exactly. All right, let's. Uh... Wow, it's funny. As uh, we're talking about, we spoke about Michael Jordan earlier. Mm. Uh, Complex Magazine just put out an article ranking Michael Jordan's worst games with the Chicago Bulls. So I'm going to save this for later. And I bet you one of these games. It was one of the games where uh, it was a playoff game against the Pistons when Michael Jordan, I think, scored like eight points. That's not a lot of points. Yeah. And it wasn't just he scored eight points. He scored eight points, and he only took like something like seven or eight shots the game. It's not a lot of shots. Which reminded of when Kobe, remember Kobe in the fi- in that game seven against the Suns? <laughs> when he was pouting? Yes. Jordan was doing the same thing. I mean, I mean, LeBron did the same thing. There's not, there wasn't the internet back then. Exactly. And that's something I do say, look, it happens. Sometimes, I'm not saying it's right. James Harden did it last year too. Yeah. James, okay. So this James is, Harden has done it a couple times. Yes. So I, even though I, like I said, even though in this show earlier, I said... Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player ever. That doesn't mean I hate LeBron James. And there are times when I defend LeBron James. And, like, that was one of them. When LeBron was had that pitiful performance game five against the Celtics in 2000, 2010, like, I kind of was like, you know what? He probably wasn't feeling it. You know what? He just was like, yo, the writing's on the wall. But... I mean, this article probably is going to have that. And I probably should, at the very end of the show, just go through it real quick. Because we're already an hour and 46 minutes in. So uh, let's go to our topic of the week. 
Um, I'm going to start off. I usually have you start off. But this week I'm going to start off in... Because it's uh, Black History Month, going to talk about something that has happened in sports that ties in with Black History. Uh, the Nigerian women's bobsled team. Now let that sink in. There's no snow, not one, not one flake of snow in Nigeria. Yes, they Ni- got a bobsled team. Nigeria. Their bobsled team and Nigeria became the first African country to participate Man. in the Winter Olympics. That's dope. Um, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. There, there that, could be like, snow in Nigeria too, by the way. Just you know, it's not like a known place for snow. Yeah, I'm shocked that like South Africa doesn't have because I thought South I think South Africa gets snow. Mm-hmm. I have no idea because they have winters. Like yeah, no, there's like mountains and stuff in Nigeria. Like that's yeah. some there's snow in Africa, but like I don't think it's like. Oh, oh, we're about to go bob. Like when you think of like African sports, you don't think of a we're about to go bobsledding. It's like we're about to we're runners here. Like we are the best marathon runners and stuff like that. I don't know, but it's cool because you know it's kind of it'll be like a few years. This will be like cool runnings too, like the Nigerian bobsled story. I mean, honestly, I think <laughs> they do need to make a cool running too. Yeah, I mean, and then because you you do need to highlight this. One of the greatest John Candy movies. Of all time. And, you know, everybody else in that movie is super dope, too. The Nigerian uh, bobsled team was on Ellen, also. See, definitely a movie coming. So, uh, they are one of eight um, African countries, but they were the first. They were the first Winter Olympics that had African countries participate. Um, And honestly... I'm not even looking to see what their results are. Like no, just the care. fact that they were even able to mm-hmm. make it is an accomplishment. So shout out to them. Shout out to Nigeria. Shout out to uh, our good friend Rike Akande yeah. for her Nigerian roots, her Niger roots. Um, but let's move on to your topic. You saw an interesting article about oh. these are the great Kawhi Leonard on Reddit. Ooh, Reddit, my favorite, one of my favorite places to go. Our NBA, <clears throat> but yeah, there was talk. There's been we, we we spoke about it earlier in the intro, I guess, about Kawhi Leonard being you know a little bit unhappy with the sport, the Spurs organization maybe, and actually not getting stars to play around him. And he's an unrestricted free agent next year, 2019. Uh huh. And it just kind of makes you think if. You know, you saw what happened with Kyrie Irving this year. Like, when a star is kind of disgruntled or there's, like, rumblings that maybe they'll be leaving, an organization is not going to want to get nothing in return for losing their superstar. So sometimes they'll try to move on from them and, um, you know, go in a different direction. So what would the the NBA look like to try to get Kyrie, what what would have to happen for the Spurs to trade Kyrie Irving? I mean, not Kyrie Irving, but Kawhi Leonard. And yeah, that would be dope. And the article is pretty much going into what if he went to like who could Kyrie, who could uh, Kawhi Leonard team up with to maybe go to the finals? Because you know, once you get one ring, you kind of want to get some more. Became a ring chaser, so it makes you wonder like what would uh what would Kawhi do? To the 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 landscape of the NBA, what teams could he make better 
went to like the Rockets, went to the Cavs, something like that, that team would I... immediately immediately be better championship contender so the obvious teams like you, you just mentioned you just mentioned the obvious yeah that's the it. Cavs and the Rockets B- but I have 76ers. one I have okay so you mentioned I was going to mention the 76ers mm-hmm. and the 76ers may actually have room and they may actually have some pieces that they can actually oh, give can up um without giving too many draft picks like, they can probably give up, like, a Dario Saric. Dario Saric and Fultz. Or Dario Saric and, like, Robert Covington and, like, something else. Maybe yeah. Maybe TJ McConnell. Like. Yeah. Like, it could be that package. Um, and still, they can keep Ben Simmons, Embiid, and, and have Kawhi. And Kawhi. And that is your core. And now you just get <clears throat> other people to fill in. So, the 76ers could be a team. And here's another team that I'm thinking of. The New York Knicks. Him and Chris Stapps would be good. Yeah, I mean, Chris Stapps leads the NBA in blocks, I think. And having another, you know, I'm not saying blocks is like a super important defensive stat, but it it is one. Steals. I mean, Kawhi is always up there in steals or leading. Always. And Kawhi is just ridiculous. Here's a team that I don't think you would have ever thought of. And I'm not saying it will happen. I'm saying the... the scenario could happen because of the pieces that you can give. But the Washington Wizards. Oh, that would be cool. I mean, the at that point, if I'm getting Kawhi Leonard, I am giving up Kelly Oubre Jr. Oh, out of here. And Otto Porter. I am giving up Otto Porter. Gone. And Otto Porter can't be traded this year, but he can be traded next, next year. year. Yep. Contracts are pretty close. Yeah. First round or two. Hey, whatever whatever it takes to get John Wall, Kawhi Leonard, and Bradley Bill, Ernie Grunfeld should try to make that happen. Like, if that's a if that's even a possibility, everybody's gone. Let's get him get him out of here. Yeah. Help pack bags. Get make that happen. I mean, and if you gotta throw in a Markeith, okay. Sure, what gone? Who Markeith. Else? But I I mean, I would like Markeith just to stay so you have, you know A little bit of depth. Yeah. yeah. The but, problem with the Wizards has always been the, the other players on the teams that are, you know. The problem with the Wizards has been the bench. Like, the starters, the starters are good enough to make it to the finals. Yeah. Like, they really are. You got to get some other players to come off that bench. Like, but, this offseason when I said I wanted the Wizards to get Michael Beasley and Tyreek Evans, and the teams that got Michael Beasley and Tyreek Evans, or Michael Beasley and Tyreek Evans have been playing very well, at least, especially Tyreek Evans. Mm-hmm. Very friendly contract, $3 million, and the Wizards, I don't even know. Isn't it $3 million combined or something like that? No, Tyreek Evans gets $3 million. I think Beasley gets something less than that. Like, and we got and, bums on this bench. Oh, terrible. Yeah, I hate killing Mahimi just because, like, I, at first I used to be like, man. Like he's still an NBA player. We understand. He's, still, he's good, I guess. But, like, you really. And he's a human being. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want him to hear this one day and be like, dang, these people are killing me. I don't even know who these guys are. He needs to not be so terrible. Like, that is all. If he wasn't just awful, like, if he wasn't God awful. The Wizards would be so much better. Like, he has only been a hindrance to the team. And he can do nothing except get fouls. And you do not get points for picking up six fouls in eight minutes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. I mean, the Wizards are a team that can. That would be I mean, great. that has pieces that Wizards they can get Le- Wizards just need to make this move, get LeBron and Kawhi, and just call it a day. 
Make that happen, Ernie. What's some teams in the West? You, okay, so you well, they're the East. The you Rockets, mentioned the Bucks, Rockets go. You mentioned the Rockets. Bucks would be cool. Um, I mean, the clear the clearing up of the cap room, the Lakers. Oh, I mean, it would be cool, but it would. The Lakers would still need to bring in somebody else, and they would need. I don't know. Like it would, they would really have to talk him into that one. I feel unless the the other person's like somebody like LeBron. It's like the the Lakers pulled LeBron and Kawhi. That team would be very difficult to do, or it wouldn't be very difficult to deal with. But that would be a good, very good team, especially once Lonzo gets back healthy. Because it has nothing to do with Lonzo. That's kind of like a joke. He's LeBron and Kyrie Ka- Ka- or Kawhi teamed up. Very difficult to deal with. Um, the one team I think. At this moment, well, hold on. It Pelicans depends. will be good too. Pe- Didn't think about the Pelicans if they keep Demarcus, Pe- Demarcus, Anthony Davis, Kawhi. Oh, that front line is. That's a lot. Y'all might as well just play two three zones. It's a lot. <laughs> play a college two three. Zone. It, it was still, it, they would have a similar problem than like they always have. Everyone else on that team would be a trash can. Like no, no one else is on that team that's good. When it comes to trades. Uh-huh. Is the Thunder out of it? The Thunder would have to trade a lot of people to try to get. They would. They would lose a lot to get somebody like Kawhi. They may lose Andre Robertson. Yeah, he could go. I mean, he got him, Stephen Adams, multiple picks, Carmelo. That's the thing, Stephen Adams. Oh, he's gone. There's no way you can keep Stephen Adams. If if I'm the Thunder, I'm keeping. Stephen Adams is really good. He's been playing way better. He, but he does really not. He good. cannot pass the ball at all. But yeah, he once he gets it, he's wrong. putting it up. Yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> Nobody it else ain't coming the back. Ball. Nah, <laughs> this is my ball. And it's not I'm, that I'm he's, my shot up. It's not that he's selfish, but nah. it's just like he gets the ball. It's going back no, up. No, no, yeah, this is. I'm getting a. I'm getting a shot attempt this time. He's not a horrible shooter either. No, right? he's not bad. He shoots a very high percent. I think he's in like the 60%. I think Steven Adams just knows if I'm shooting it, it's because I know I can hit it. Yeah. He's not like other basketball players. Oh, he doesn't there. take terrible shots. Yeah. And he rebounds pretty well. Yeah, he's pretty. But he's just a very good he's defender. Good. He's good. But yeah, He I would think be traded. <laughs> he would be traded for Kawhi Leonard, though. Yeah, that's the thing. That's it the would thing. be Russell. No, that team would be Russell Westbrook and Kawhi. That's it. Yeah. And Russell Westbrook can't. I I I don't think Russell Westbrook can play with people that are as good as him. I think Russell, the team that Russell Westbrook is on, needs to be mostly players that are role players that play their role extremely well. Like Russell Westbrook needs to be on the phone right now talking to JJ Redick about coming to the Thunder next year. He needs to be talking to like the bat and Cal Corver. And people that are really good. Ken Bazemore, he needs to be talking to all those people who are just good at what they do and don't cost a lot of money to try to get them to come to the Thunder. That makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Especially when Paul George leaves to come play for the Lakers. That's nothing. When Paul George leaves, oh. then it opens up space. It's gone. So then, He's gone. So, um, I mean, that's where I think that's when the trade is possible. But Paul, Paul George is kind of hinting like... Yeah, I love L.A., but I like my team here. I mean, that's cool or whatever, but LeBron's about to go somewhere. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be just like it was when he made the decision. Like, he might not be making a a TV show about it. There might not be a, a special. But once LeBron, nobody's really going to be doing anything until LeBron James says where he's going to go. True. Like, it's the exact same thing. Especially with LeBron James. LeBron James, is come, he's right now having one of his better years in his career. 
That's very true. However many years in, it's still one of his best years. And he's a free agent next year, so you're going to want to see. If he stays with Cleveland, cool. Somebody might want to go to Cleveland. If he leaves, cool. Somebody might want to go there. Every year, there's a good crop of free agents. Every year, there's movement in the offseason. So, I don't know. Um, Talking about LeBron James and the decision show. I usually don't give shout outs to people who don't need shout outs. But, oh, you're about um, to, are you about to kill are you about to bury somebody? No, nah, I'm about to give a shout out. Uh Arian Foster. Oh, hey, yeah. He has a podcast. I've been following him on Twitter for years, man. I've ne- I mean, I don't follow him on Twitter and I probably should. You should, man. See. He's re- he's a he's an interesting dude. His podcast is really good. And the last podcast he had Maverick Carter on. Oh, and they were discussing dang. just all everything. And he came to the part about the decision uh show. Mm-hmm. And Arian asked him, like, well, would you do it again? And Maverick was like, yeah, I would do it again. He's like, if LeBron wanted to do it. He's like, because he's like, we really made millions of dollars for boys and girls clubs. Oh, he was yeah. like, it's a good thing. And he said, and he said, regardless of the situation, if LeBron just put out a press release that I'm not returning, he said Cleveland fans still would have burned his jersey and stuff. So w- did the television show make it like, oh man, this is this is it's really ridiculous, like ridiculous. Yeah. He's like, yeah, if he just came out and said, I ain't coming back. I mean, they would have done the same exact yeah. thing. He's like, yeah. So we did this television show. He said it was the first thing I ever really produced for television. He said I'll just make the show better. He, that's all he said because did you ever did you watch the show I didn't watch it I didn't watch the show yeah. too apparently the show itself was just a bad produced show good. yeah and just uh, like the whole lead up to when he made his decision um so I never actually saw it man me neither I just know I was in the car driving and I had the radio on uh, and they were just like and I had ESPN radio on they were like yo LeBron James ain't coming back so that's <laughs> That's it. But I never actually Cut it. saw the, the entire production. But Maverick Carter said, look, I would just make a better produced show. Yeah, just not he, do a terrible job. He was this. like, yo, we made so much money for Boys and Girls Club. He's like, hell yeah, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah. So, but yeah, Arian Foster, uh, very good podcast. Like, very good podcast. Today I was listening to uh, Charlemagne the God hey, when yeah. he had him on there mm-hmm. and uh, Chris Borland. Remember Chris Borland? He was the uh, linebacker for the 49ers that quit after like his uh, oh yeah retired like after year, his second yeah, or third yeah, year. Yeah. And no, that one's really good too. Chris Borling, he, he could be invited to the cookout. Let's just put it like that. Right. He's very progressive. He, cool. he says some facts on that thing. I was good. just like, okay, <laughs> all right, all right. And not just because you agree with me, it's just because you understand. Like Chris oh, Borland, no, you could disagree with somebody. That's yeah. fine. It's just I just need you to understand what's going <laughs> on. But yeah, so shout out to them. All right. So um, any other teams? Right, back to the topic of the week. But any other teams that? Oh, you could think of that Kawhi, Kawhi can be traded Look, to. Traded to Jeff Green, Andrew, not Jeff Green, Jeff Teague, Andrew Wiggins. Out of here. We're bringing in Kawhi. You know what I'm saying? Get these guys out of here. Carly Towns. Kawhi Leonard, uh, Jimmy Butler, Tyus Jones. Yeah. Pretty good team. And then if you just need some other point guard, some random point guard could come there and do pretty good. Anybody. But well, Ty- Tyus Jones is pretty good. I mean, he he's not defense. bad. He's not bad. I'm he just saying. Well. I'm just saying, like, if you just needed someone else, Anyone. Like, it's not going to cost you a lot of Still money. Still got Taj guard. Gibson there. 
Yeah. Taz Gibson balling this year, by the way. Yeah. Best year of his career. All right, man. So uh, we've been talking now. It's two minutes. I mean, two hours. It's a long right time. Now. So uh, it's our 10th episode. So y'all got a two-hour feature. <laughs> Maybe we should do this for every 10. Every 10? Two hours. Hey, I'm with it. <laughs> It's gonna be hard when baseball season starts. <laughs> oh man! Baseball oh, season is gonna be really good. Yo, baseball. Uh, we can talk about anything. Spring training uh, uh, opened incoming? up. Pitchers and catchers already reported. I guess uh, Bryce Harper in the news because he made a comment about the Marlins. What did he say about the Marlins? That's a clown question, bro. About them selling their team again. He was just like, yo, like they have talent. I don't know why they keep on just giving away their talent. It's too expensive to keep them. And then uh, Don Manningly, the manager, was like, yo. Oh, no, you're not stay in your lane pretty much. He said that to Bryce Harper. <laughs> he pretty much told said my man to shut up. To stay in your lane. Bryce Harper gonna drop his wallet on him and kill him. <laughs> Let me just say this the Nationals. Hey, they got look, can they please just do it one time for me? Yo, for the city? No, first of all, can you just sign Bryce Harper oh, to whatever he wants? 400 million. 400 million. Just give it to him. Whatever. Back the truck up to his 400 million house. for for I would look. Five years. <laughs> it's not five years. It's not five years. I know they'll do ten, but Please like God, no, be five years. But back the Brinks truck, dog. Nah, yeah. Back it up, dog. Let Rose bring the the, the money to my man in person. The, All in MMG. Bryce Harper needs to be side. Like Dang. you can't let this man walk. If he leaves and goes to anywhere else, I mean, he's just gonna go to the Yankees. I mean, where where or else would you? He's go? gonna go to the Yankees. He's gonna go to Cubs or the Dodgers. True. I don't think he'll do Red Sox because he grew up as a Yankees fan. So I don't think he'll do Red Sox. What if they offered him like something way too much money? Nah, like honestly, I think for Bryce Look, Harper uh, to go to the Red Sox, five hundred million. They yeah, they would have to give him like five hundred. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. And you gonna be it's like, only crazy until it happens the first time. <laughs> After that, it's just gonna be regular. Now, do you remember when A Rod got that two hundred fifty million? Yo, and, and now they were just up in arms. Out. Yeah. <laughs> people thought it was the end of the world and he was getting 250 million when like the next highest got like something 80, like eight. <laughs> yeah. it's like what you get paid three <laughs> times more than the next highest paid player there's no way you're that much better than everybody and A-Rod in, in, in Texas like I mean it wasn't memorable like, no. you don't remember a damn thing about it. <laughs> you, remember, you remember him in Seattle and in New York you don't remember. I, I remember when he was in Texas they had a really good offense though like they could they would score a whole bunch of points but like they're not winning their, their pitching was not you know up, up to par <laughs> they were definitely getting blown out but yeah man so yeah um bryce harper back back that thing up yeah no. when, pay, when it comes to bryce hands. harper uh what what other baseball news are oh oh did you realize that there's not a lot of there's actually a lot of free agents out there and they're not they're they're, they're not they're, getting signed they're they're doing a spring <laughs> they're, training they're not trying to do it they don't want to do spring training so that's why they're like some of them are holding out well see i i've heard another thing where it's just like the teams pretty much don't want to spend money so they're just like they're really trying to wait the players out and just last week we had eric hosmer who signed a big contract it was something like 100 something million i think like 180 for like five years and like first three he's gonna get like the bulk of it mm-hmm. um you then had jd martinez who signed with the red Sox this week also but there's like some other big name free agents who just haven't signed yet so i had heard one point where they said um 
the free agents they're trying to get them to come to a, a camp just have them work out no, so that when, would be cool so just when like show off yeah so when so when they do get signed they can just go to whatever team but um they're also trying to baseball's trying to institute you know new rules to pick up the pace of play um so they're gonna actually enforce the pitch clock they're gonna limit the amount of times managers and or anyone can go to the mound during a game during a nine inning game and then if there's extra innings you only get one additional mound visit and then um what other oh i think the amount of times in between innings they're trying to limit i think down to like just a minute or so uh do you think it'll help with the pace of play yeah no uh, not that much I like think it might it, be a little a little bit faster, but not too much. I think it will. Okay, I think it will. You probably shave off fifteen minutes off of a game, um, but I don't think time is the reason why people are not watching baseball games. No, it's just a little bit less exciting. Yeah, and it's a hundred and sixty-two of those games. Oh no, yeah. And the thing about playoff it is, games are cool. Thing about it is. Because there's 162 of these games, you have the casual fan who's just like, you know what? I don't really don't have to watch tonight. Yeah, i catch the next one. So then they say, oh, I'll catch the next one. But then you go a whole week where you're like, oh, I didn't really didn't watch baseball because other things came up. It's only the the like hardcore baseball fans are watching every yeah, day. The fans that listen to it on the radio. Yeah. And um, you know what the average age of a baseball viewer is? 78 it's like 50 something the yeah. average age yeah, yeah, yeah. compared to the nba where it's like 27 or 30 basketball's but basketball is better than baseball and the nfl is something like 35 is the average age so i mean their viewership is just old you have people who grew up on baseball yeah another thing there's no good baseball games when it comes to video games. No, there's not one. I mean, hold on. There's MLB the show, but you need a you need PS4. It's not on it's not on Xbox. Xbox doesn't even have a good base. It's not on Steam either. So you have these kids who grew up on video games. Never got to play a good baseball they're game. They're not gonna play a good baseball game. Never so played not- Tommy Lasorda on what is it, Sega, Sega. back in the day. <laughs> and that's the thing. Madden and 2K. Yeah, I mean, oh, they gets, got one every year. Yeah, with it the gets, dope commercials and the soundtrack. It, it gets the those people who play to be like, oh well, I'm gonna actually watch now. Mm. You know, and these kids, they just, I mean, they're into technology. And also, the big kicker here: baseball players aren't exciting. Oh no, there's no Draymond Green on the baseball field. Like, there's no Sports Marcus Illustrated Cousins. did an article about how boring baseball players. No, they are. just ranked athletes in America uh. as the, who's the most popular athletes in America. Mm-hmm. The highest, the two highest rated baseball players were retired baseball players. Oh, who was it? Babe Ruth and oh, get, and, get, all right, stop it, stop Babe it. Ruth and Alex Rodriguez. Uh, no, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, Derek Jeter. Yeah, okay, nah, Jeter is definitely pretty popping, I guess. Who's the coolest baseball player that's like in baseball right now? It was Bryce Harper, and he was like ranked fortieth <laughs> out of all. Oh, we can't lose. We can't lose Bryce Harper now. He's the best baseball player. That'd be like Active. Michael. That'd be like Michael. That's like LeBron James leaving Cleveland. Yeah. Dang, that's that would suck. well a less cooler LeBron James, but still LeBron James. 
I think, uh, man. I'm trying to find the, uh. I think it's most. I'm going to go on Google. I know we, we killing time here. Most popular athletes in America. Let's see what that gives me. I think it was Sports Illustrated. Or was it ES? It might have been ESPN that did it. Um, I think it was ESPN that did it because it came out last year. But yeah, pretty much the most popular baseball player was Babe Ruth on the entire list. Sounds kind of crazy. And this was a list that was made in 2017. <laughs> Like, yeah. Why is Babe Ruth still so popping? Is it because of Sandlot? I don't even know. I don't even know. All right, so um, before we wrap up the show, two plus hours in. Hope you all are enjoying <laughs> or enjoyed. Uh, we got to talk about this next week. Yeah, we need to. Ooh, we need to. Um, what what to watch this week? This week? Oh, basketball. Basketball just coming back from All-Star break. You know, it's the... Uh, there's 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 a, a couple of different types of fans. Like, I like basketball all year round, but basketball to me becomes really really exciting after the All Star break, and games start back up tonight. So I'm a little bit excited to see the competitiveness kick up a little bit, and the people really start to try to get ready for the playoff push. Yeah, um, Warriors Thunder play Saturday night. Hey. So that's what to watch. Poor Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to. I think this is. I think the list popped up, but I don't see any baseball player anywhere in this. Like, I am pretty. I'm pretty far in this list. I haven't really seen baseball players. Poor baseball players. If I can, if I can find how they. Oh, by sport. Here it goes. Baseball. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, this article is the World of Fame 100, so it's the world. Oh, it's even worse because there's no baseball players on this. <laughs> I need to find the one for the U.S. There are no baseball players on this. It has American football, auto racing, badminton. There's a look. Basketball. Yeah, this list is boxing. There's cricket, no golf, gymnastics, and, no and, and MMA. There's, there's not, not one possible way that somebody that does cricket is more popping than every it's baseball the world. player. It's the world, though. Come on, This God. list is the world. Come on, I got to find the one that's the U.S. Not one. one possible way. Cricket and badminton? I got to find the one that these actually... These are like, yeah, nah. These are like the one... <laughs> these are the summer sports that nobody plays. Like, nobody plays, like, for real, for real. Badminton? There was no... <laughs> there was a badminton. That's disrespect. That's like if somebody was like... Yeah, man, there's this, like, ping pong player who's the cool... He's better than every baseball player. Way more popular. There's no way. But ping pong is really popping in, like, China, I guess. Hey, man, all right. We got to um, find that. We got to find out. Yeah, I definitely got to find it for 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 next week, man. Hey, man, I want to thank you, Matt, for everything. Um, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta do this more often, man. We gotta be in the, in the same room. Nah, it's cool. It's good. Gotta be in the same room. Should I, or should I just hold on to it next week? What I, what I, what I saved about Michael Jordan? Oh, we should, let's, we should, let's do it next week. Yeah, let's, let's do it next week. I'll show it up with you. 
but let's do it next week. Hey, man. want to thank everyone for watching. For listening. (laughs) Ten shows in. Still can't get it right. want to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on Google Play, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Just search the Sports Reality Podcast. Um, And I hope you all enjoy this. Until next time, everyone. Sports Reality. Peace.